Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! The martini, shaken, not stirred. Hello, kiddies! In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! And welcome to the first podcast of the Eclectic Collective. Eclectic Collective. All right, now, see, we're mediocre podcasters, and, you know, we're going to work on this as we go along. Our equipment will get better. Our music. (laughs) Our music will get better. Well, in Matt's case, he's just stuck with what he's got. I'm I'm Mel Brooks. You know, I'm, I'm... I'm around mediocre people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like polishing a turd. So, well, I, uh, again, I'm Matt, and we're going to go around the ta- table and tell a little bit about ourselves because this is our first time. Uh, I love comics. I love movies, uh, video games. Uh, there are some TV shows. I'm very picky about TV shows. I don't know about y'all, but like when it comes to TV shows, if it doesn't grab me the first go around, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I just give up mm-hmm. automatically. And yep. some people, I, I'm tired of that person that tells me to give it, give it, get, get to yeah. the sixth episode, yeah, and you'll exactly. love it. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. If it doesn't capture me, episode one, maybe episode two, it may go in, it's going to the trash. Well, this day and age of you know they're making only. 10 or eight, 10 or 12 episodes a season. Yes. Now, if it takes six episodes to get me into it, I'm, there's no reason for me to watch it. Exactly. You're pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. you're done. <laughs> well, introduce yourself. This is the guy to my right. Which, what's your name, pal? Well, I'm Ryan. I like video games, movies, TV shows, music. Wrestling. I said it. Wrestling. 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 Southern, so that's what it is. Not wrestling. Not wrestling. Not wrestling. 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 Southern. And I'm sorry, but not sports entertainment. Either. Not exactly. No, it's never been sports <laughs> entertainment. It's wrestling. Anybody that says it's sports entertainment needs to leave the business. <laughs> um, also, just anything nerdy. Um, I'm a pastor also. So this should, be, this should be interesting. So, yeah. So imagine Buddy Jesus giving you fingers right now. That's what this guy preaches right here. Buddy Jesus. But yeah, Justin, can't wait to do this podcast. We've been talking about it for a while, and here we are. Here we are. Now to my right. Hi, I'm Jim. Um, I am into uh, comics. I'm into movies. Uh, I am a TV uh TV show watcher, enthusiast, enthusiast, I guess you could say. 
Um, I mean, I watch a lot of TV shows, really into TV shows. I like how you can expand the story with a TV show much easier mm-hmm. than you can with a movie because mm-hmm. you got that two, two-and-a-half-hour limit where you can keep their attention. But um, uh, And uh, by day, I am a business analyst, but um, I'm really looking forward to this podcast because there is some... Uh, we have some really emotional discussions over a lot of these topics. Therapy lately. sessions. Emotion. <laughs> we are literally starting this for our own state of mind and for our own sanity so we can get this stuff out there mm-hmm. and see if anybody else is on the same page with exactly. us. Exactly. I was thinking exactly. of getting a gun license, but instead of podcast. And now to our tech guy here. All right. Last but not certainly least is Brian here. Uh, you can basically repeat everything everyone else said as far as likes, comic books, everything, etc., etc. I'll give you a little tidbit. Marvel over DC every day. Star Wars over Star Trek all day long. And that's all you need to know about me. And I'm already wanting to punch him in the face. <laughs> so that's going to be a good uh, little uh, it's gonna be a good topic segment. in the future. <laughs> oh well, uh, all right. So uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and jump in to movies because this is really what started it all is we all got to see infinity war right oh sweet Everybody jesus and, and just as a warning uh so tech guy we need a little uh spoiler, spoiler alert you <laughs> need a little spoiler alert there so we are going to talk about infinity war i i'm going to give my opinion last because i've seen it unintentionally <laughs> Three, Three darn times. times. <laughs> Three. Torture. Three times. Torture. Talk about getting kicked in the cornflakes <laughs> over and over again. So I'm going to start. Who wants to start here? Jim, you want to start with how did, how did you feel about it? Let me just say also, he saw it three times. That either shows that he's really dedicated to Marvel or he has no life. Yes. I'm going with option B. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's take a vote. Option B. Option, option B. B. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Dates so. are scarce. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, I've really felt gut punched after watching this because, I mean, let's be honest, one of my favorite characters of all time, I'm talking the 60s series Spider-Man. Uh, I'm talking about, it was one of my favorite comics growing up that I actually read. I'm really not as read in comics as these other people here today with me, but that was one of the many comics that I did read uh, all the time. Um, and to watch my favorite character of all time fade away in front of me mm. just after he just got reintroduced mm, into this yeah. MCU, mm-hmm. that was that was tough for me. And then to find out yeah. that he had the most agonizing death of them all yeah. was oh, even yes. a bigger gut punch. Yeah. Like, why, why would Marvel... Do that to us, like they already know we left that theater. Well, yes. and there was another part of that that I read today that not only his rejuvenated powers were making him feel essentially tortured yeah. the whole time he's disappearing, but he also felt it coming. That queasy feeling, yes. that sick feeling, mm-hmm. was his spider sense telling him that the end was here. Yes, and so he had that just crazy fear mm-hmm. before the agonizing torture, and I'm like. Really? Come on. Really? Yeah. 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 Come on. And this is a kid. This is probably the most, like, what's the word? Like, Uh, I'm going to make up a word. 
We make up words here, just to let you know. I'm going to say childistic. Is that a word? Childistic. It just became a word. Child, like he was the most childlike, innocent Spider-Man mm. out of all the movies yep. that I've yeah. seen. I agree. Yeah. Like he was very youthful, yes. very innocent, very yes. like I mean, and he was very uh, comedic, and that's mm. how, you know that's how Spider-Man is. It's very comedic. Yeah. That's one thing I, I, I mean, I hate to get off topic, but in the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's, they just made him a pitiful mess yes, throughout the, all three, yeah. and it wasn't really no. funny. No. You know, that's why, and you know, they were going in the right direction with Andrew Garfield, mm -hmm. but to me, he was already too old. He looked yes. too old yes. to, for that part. That's why I love this. What, Tom, what, Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I love, I love Tom Holland because he has, he has everything yes. Spider-Man needs. He is perfect. Like in, uh, in the Spider-Man Homecoming, when he, when the, the beam fell on him. Yes. And he was like in a desperate rage for help. Spider-Man. Yes. And I'm like. Thank God, because he wasn't always the right. you know the greatest superhero. He had to learn like everybody That's else, right. and we saw his agonizing pain for help, and then he overcame it. So that right. just shows you how youthful and uh, inexperienced yeah. this superhero is. And I didn't and at first. I wasn't really buying into having Iron Man with him alongside his mm -hmm. introduction story. But now that I've seen what they've done with his suits, with the yes. Spider-Man suits, especially with Infinity War, I, I'm, I'm totally on board with it now because those suits, especially the Infinity oh, War suit with the legs. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah. I was just going to say, that, that's one of the good things we will bring into this. Seeing Iron Spider-Man was oh, amazing. Amazing. I thought that was amazing a suit. And I, I mean, suit. and I had already bought into um, at the after the, after Spider-Man: Homecoming and seeing the spider suits and the new one that he didn't quite get into yeah. right then and there. Mm -hmm. so after seeing that, but now after Infinity War, I'm totally bought into the Iron Man bringing him into the, to oh, the fold. Oh, absolutely. So. What did you think, Ryan? You know, on to that, Spider-Man is also my favorite Marvel. Grew up loving Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, two Spider-Man lovers That's here. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. And from the Tobey Maguire movies, I was disappointed how they, I don't know, something about Tobey Maguire just wasn't Spider-Man to me. Mm -hmm. Like he said, Andrew Garfield, the first one was great. Mm -hmm. Second one, you could see it like he's just getting older. Like I'll, it's be, not I'll be honest, I, I liked the Tobey uh -huh. Maguire's, but now that I've seen Tom Holland, oh, yeah. yes. it, it, infinitely better, I never bought into Andrew Garfield. I, I saw both of them and I hated both of them. I okay. could not stand them because well, I don't. And I'm not an Andrew Garfield fan. I really yeah. can't stand him to begin with. Well, that, that just shows you Sony versus Disney. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Tobey Maguire, yes. Andrew Garfield was Sony trying over and yeah. over again. Yeah. And then Disney finally, the, you know, I, I heard the other day that Disney doesn't have the full rights to Spider-Man, Venom, and all that. That's why did y'all? I don't know if you knew this, but the. Uh, new Venom movie is all Sony. So, it's all Sony. Yeah, yeah. So it's, in association, it's in association, association with Disney. With the, yeah. So it could possibly be in the storyline eventually if it's successful. But it's an all Sony It's production. all Sony. So, But back to topic, uh, with everything, Sony, like Sony just keeps failing with Marvel. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Marvel characters. Oh, yeah, no, you know, no, like Fantastic Four and all that. So it's like, all right, come on now. You see that Disney mm -hmm. is following it's a following guideline that's successful. It's it's a billion, like billion, 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 oh, <laughs> you know, trillion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. So well, so you think? So whenever we were growing up, and we're going, I'm gonna get on event. I loved Avengers: Infinity War. Thought it was great. Yeah. When we were all growing up, now we're all child to the '80s. Um, 
We had to wait a long time for these superhero movies. Good yes. God, yes. I mean, yes. a long time. So now we're here. We are at Avengers: Infinity War. I go see it, excited. I'm gonna be real. Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and all them. I was just like, eh. See you later. Bye bye. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But when Spider Man looked at Tony, yes, and with that look, and just said, Tony, you know, and just that look in his face, mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And another thing I liked about Homecoming, it took me twice to like Homecoming. I'll admit that. Okay. But we didn't have the Uncle Ben character, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. What I loved yeah. is that Tony Stark kind of took that fatherly role of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though, yeah. like, you know, the, the jokes oh, that Tony yeah. Stark makes, whatever. In the Infinity War, what broke my heart the most was whenever he oh, fell into God. Tony Stark's arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he fell into his arms, yeah, it was just heartbreaking. This is what, and then you the right at the end you're like, huh? Yeah, it's that. Well, it's just man. It's like that. <laughs> what I was saying is, we expected people to go. We mm-hmm. expected it to happen. Spider Man was my big shock. That yeah, was that was that was mine too. And I'm you know, of all the characters to, to you know to go to have to go. And here's what I don't understand: after I've had time to digest this. <laughs> We now, you know, we can look back and now know that Marvel's been setting us up for this yeah. for, a for a while. Oh, yes. We knew it was going to, they've been saying it's going to be devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't know why they had to be Spider-Man, but uh, <laughs> but now that I <clears throat> look back at it, I really, I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. And I knew that something had to change. My, the biggest question, even for me, is not... Uh, are they going to come back? Who's going to be revived? Blah, 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 blah. What we've been, they've been preaching for so long is that they're going to change the Avengers lineup mm-hmm. and it's going to be completely different yeah. after this is mm-hmm. all over mm-hmm. and, set, and done with. But after Infinity War, we're still left with the original Avengers. <laughs> exactly. Yes. exactly. We still yes. have the, exactly. the OGs are still <laughs> exactly. there. So, so, okay, so we've all had our little mm-hmm. view, right? So it's oh, down yeah. to me. Okay, yes. darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we knew somebody was going to die. My argument, not argument, my thoughts were it was going to come down to Captain America or Iron Man. Yeah. I thought it would be Iron Man Mm -hmm. because he started started everything, Mm -hmm. and he deserves it. He deserves that farewell, and he even gets stabbed. Yep. In the movie. And we all thought, everybody had to admit, that was the one. Yep. We all thought that was And you were almost okay with it. Absolutely. I was like, all right. You did it like, man, that sucks. Yes. Thank you, Robert Downey Jr. Thank you. you, If you look at this movie, the many fights he had that Thanos has had with individuals in this movie, there were two that held their own. And it was Thor, Mm -hmm. the second go-round. The second second go-round. And Iron Man, yes, with this nanobite suit, which I freaking love. Absolutely, yes. Uh, which I hope he bequeaths to Peter Parker because the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man suit is all nano. Yeah, it comes out yeah. of the watch. That yeah. watch, right? Yeah. Uh, so you know, like he taps that watch, and the yeah, suit, suit comes out. on. So, all right, this human with no powers but his suit is kicking the crap out of Thanos and is the only one to make Thanos bleed. Yep. Even though Thanos played it off, that yeah. all that for a drop one of blood, drop of but blood. it was like, hey, this human just made you bleed. Yes. 
So you can die. Yes. And Tony Stark is the one that did it. And right after that, he gets stabbed. Like, right here. So you're like... There he is. Tony Stark could not go out better than this moment. Yes. I was thinking, here it is. He will keep Thanos from getting the last stone somehow in this last moment. And he'll And he'll go with... 10 years of yes. jump-starting the Marvel yes. Universe. Now, this movie, to me, from beginning to end, was like going to Christmas at your grandmother's, knowing that you get, like, you have four boxes in front of you, and some of it's going to be cool stuff, and some of it's going to be underwear and socks. <laughs> yeah. So you open the first one, mm-hmm. and you're like, Woo! Yeah. I got it all right. And then the next one's like, oh. Yeah. And then the next is like, ah, 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 and then so on. Yeah. That's exactly how this movie yeah. is. It was an emotional roller coaster. It was start to finish. You didn't know what you were going to get with this movie. And I mean, when you start with the obliteration of the Asgardian race. The whole. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. I would like to make a point to that, though. To the, When you say the whole. Um, when Thor, if, if you don't, if you, I didn't catch this at first either, but when Thor, uh, meets up with the Guardians, and he's talking to Star-Lord, uh, Thor actually uses the word half of the Asgardian race. I did not catch that. Yes. All three times I did not catch that. Yes, he only says half. So that means there's still half of the leftover Asgardians still out there somewhere. Probably with the Valkyrie uh, girl. The girl. Um, oh! The Ragnarok. From the Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be. Yeah. Mm, now it's flowing. Yep. Got the juices going. Got the juices so, going. Yeah. So, okay, let me ask this. Now we've got all our emotions out. Yeah. Where do you think we are going? Okay, we have two more Marvel movies. We have Ant-Man and Wasp. And we have Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I've already heard that Captain Marvel is going to take place in, in the, the past, in the, in the 90s. 90s. Yeah. So that, that's, I don't know if necessarily if that's going to be her origin or what. God, I hope not. I'm sick of origins. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm over origins. Give a quick re- yeah. review. Like an Incredible Hulk. During the credits, they gave you a quick rundown of yeah. how the Hulk became yeah. Hulk. And I was That's like, all correct. right, now we're on to the movie. Yes. That, that was perfect. perfect. That was perfect. Yeah. Give a little quick rundown. Mm-hmm. If you don't, okay, now I will understand if they have to spend maybe 20 minutes on her origin because Captain Marvel, especially Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel is not a, as popular character as some, but she is one of the strongest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, uh, you know, reading the comics, there are maybe four or five Marvels, mm-hmm. Captain Marvels, mm-hmm. uh, Marvel being the first one, uh, but he's from uh, right after maybe the start of the Silver Age. Okay. So I can understand, and plus they want more women in superhero yes. roles. Yes. You know, pow- you know, I get it. Good. That's awesome. Carol Danvers is an awesome character. She's mm-hmm. had a long run from Miss Marvel, uh, and she started out in the Captain Marvel series. So I, was okay. it, was she the one that became part of the Avengers in the comics? She eventually, I mean, there's several different storylines, but she does become an Avenger eventually. And was she one of the, wasn't she billed as one of the, the most powerful, if not the most powerful Avenger? Mm, you know, no, it, her powers would be, you know, 
basically the race of like where Captain Marvel comes from and how he mm-hmm. you know they become Captain Marvel because she basically inherits the powers. Okay. Marvel gets is has the powers from you know accidents or yeah. you know yeah okay. so like his his origin is a lot more complicated than hers okay so you know just if you go back and read stories it's been a long time it, it you know captain marvel marvel his story is way before my time way before any of our times really <laughs> yeah uh because like his story was right at the beginning of the silver age and you know i it's hard to get those stories these days so mm-hmm. But there are several uh, Captain Marvels. Like, you have Kamala Khan. She's one of the first ethnic superheroes. Uh, She's very powerful. But she has different powers than uh, Carol Danvers. Uh, And Marvel, he has different powers. But these powers that make them Captain Marvel do something different to their bodies. So there's no telling what kind of power she's going to have. So they might make her the most powerful because that's what the Russos in interviews have kind of been hinting towards is that in the M- the MCU the cinematic universe is that she's going to come in as the most powerful Avenger could be I mean there's no telling they've I mean they've done a lot like uh, you know with Thor Stormbreaker mm-hmm. that I, I I thought it was really awesome to see the Stormbreaker hammer mm-hmm. but that is not Thor's hammer Beta Ray Bill that's Beta Ray Bill's yeah. yeah. yeah but that hammer was created out of spite of mm-hmm. Thor. Yes. Because yes. Odin... He, because Beta Ray Bill was the only one out of the Norse um, the Norse realm that was deemed worthy to wield Thor's hammer. To wield Thor's hammer, and he beat Thor twice. Yes. He beat Thor uh, in... In a disagreement, like yeah. they didn't know, you know, he because uh, Beta Ray Bill is an alien. Yeah, uh, that is from. Uh, he's not really from one of the realms in their universe, and Thor is technically a god. Mm-hmm. But Beta Ray Bill, with the like powers of, uh, he gets these powers from the gods somehow uh, it's been a while since I've read that story but and he just beats the crap out of Thor so Odin tries to make it interesting and he puts him in an actual match with Thor and then Beta Ray Bill comes out on top and then he knows that he has to wield the Thor name in order to get Mjolnir so he creates Stormbreaker but Stormbreaker ends up being a more powerful weapon than Mjolnir so Either way, that part of the movie I was happy mad about because that is one weapon that Thor should not have, but I'm glad that they brought it in because it is a really awesome weapon. So, you know, when you look at the power that these Avengers had, like you said, Jim, like, they ended up killing all the most important people. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, what is up with that? Like, I would say most important in that I, these are the people that I was thinking that were going to take the mantle yes. of mm-hmm. the originals and take the MC Universe into the next phase. Yes. But we're still left right now with the OG. With the, with the originals. originals. Yeah. And then you have... And then you have... I would have been okay if Doctor Strange 
was one of the only ones left because he was one of the only ones that saw the ending. Yeah, that's true. Now he's gone. I was like, all right, so now all these people, half the universe is going to die. But there's, I mean, there's there's like five billion ways they could take this this story. I mean, but that's one of the prevailing theories is, you know, that, uh, you know, he did see the one way that they could defeat Thanos and that this is playing right into that that particular way, yeah. And that he has the ability to use the multiverse. Mm-hmm. He does. He he does have the ability to use the multiverse, but he also that shows a great leadership quality, in my opinion, because he saw his death and he accepted his death. Yeah. In the hopes that this will be yeah. the way that they win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'm very curious. I, I really I really think when we see Ant Man and Wasp, we're gonna be disappointed because I bet you it's gonna have nothing to, to do, do with no. Infinity War. Which I makes me angry no if it if it wasn't gonna have it, anything it, to if do with the way honest and I agree with you and I if they were gonna do that, they should have shifted it. And yes. they should have yeah. had Ant Man and Wasp come out first, first and they should have had Infinity War and then Captain Marvel. And then Captain Marvel. And then we're going to get Captain Marvel early next, next, year. next year. That's going to be like one of your first. It's, uh, Mar- it's a March release. Yeah, so, you know, oh, yeah. there's no telling. So let's do, let's, let's wrap. One, one thing I want to do, though, back to the Thor. We were just talking about Thor. I'm so glad they gave gave him an eye back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hated that they I hated, it, I hated that they were, he's going to be, you know, going throughout the rest of the MCU with a pack. Yeah, right. that was bugging yeah. the crowd. Yeah, that bugged me, so I'm so glad they gave him an eyeball back. And I bet you Thank that you was Thank you, Rocket James, Raccoon. And I, and I bet <laughs> yes. you that was James Gunn's idea. I bet he was watching these movies and was like, I'm not okay with Thor not having one yeah, eye. One eye. Yeah. I, I'm going to give one Just of my characters like that, you know, <laughs> steals parts and, yeah. you yeah. know. I and just, what is up? One complaint, what is up with everybody fading away and Winter Soldier's fake arm went with him? Tell me how that works. Yes. Yes. Not a part of him, but dwindled away with him. It went right with him. So, let me ask you this. Oh, let me bring another point to that, too, before you go into the rest of that. Um, So, so his arm arm goes with him. Groot disappears. and his arm, his arm, which he gave for Stormbreaker, stays. Stays. Which is a piece of him. Which is a piece of him. Yep. So, you know, nibble on that little tip. Yeah, yeah. nibble on that. So when, like, one little, when you when you look at that, at little things like that, yeah. you know, you wonder mm-hmm. if maybe they didn't really die. Right. What if? Well, there's there's a theory that they're trapped in the Soul Stone. The they're soul trapped Infinity in. The, they are yes, because in the story, uh, in one of the many Infinity yeah, Gauntlet stories, yeah. uh, Adam Warlock, you know, he uh, gets the Soul Stone back and realizes that all these people are in there, and he is the one that gets the Gauntlet back and then sets everything back, back the way, the way Thanos destroyed. Yeah. So, but they. They are really being stingy about with Adam Warlock. Warlock. What Jesus? Well, there's, crap. there's a rumor now that they are. He's not even going to show up in the story. Yeah, they're, they're writing. They've written him out of the Thanos storyline and are not going to introduce him until so Guardians of Galaxy Three. I'm not okay with that. No, I'm not you okay took with that. You, you this were tickling long, me. You took this with long Adam for an Adam Warlock. You, you gave us the cocoon. Yeah. And you for, gave and, us the name. And you gave us the name. Yes. And that's it. In two separate endings, plus. The cocoon in the in the last bit of that credit scene was nothing. It was the, a whole different thing. 
And she was like, oh, we're going to create him. His name is Adam. Has nothing to do with the cocoon from the first one. It's Adam Stinson. Not yeah, it's Adam, Adam Stinson, not Adam <laughs> Warlock. Well, the, the rumor is is that they're writing, they've decided to write him out and give his place in the in that story, the gauntlet story, to Captain Marvel. I'm going to tell you this right now. Marvel can suck a bag of rocks <laughs> if Adam Warlock is already trapped in that soul stone and doesn't I, come out I'm going to be really angry Yeah, because he is an important part of the destruction of Thanos and they just keep teasing us with it and uh, I'm over it <laughs> so uh, alright so let, let's give like an like an emotional cap <laughs> on to the Infinity War who, who wants to, I, I'll start off okay I want closure. I, I, I need something. <laughs> I need something. Yes, yeah. thank you. I need something. <laughs> yes. I feel like it was a Thanos butt whooping mm-hmm. and a lot of death with a lot of cool intro to new things. Yeah. Nanotechnology, Stormbreaker, uh, you know, new team alliances. Mm-hmm. You know, I did not like Captain America's hand shields. What... <laughs> Okay, when you say get this man a shield, he didn't ask for little cup holders. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted his big shield. He needed his shield. So I, I, all right, I'm cool with all the little little setups, but this movie was a continuous kick to the fun bag for me. Yeah, and I saw it three times. So apparently, I like getting kicked in the fun bags. So what's your little emotional cap on Infinity War? It's just like the Empire Strikes Back. Back. Interesting. They, I mean, think of the Empire the bad, Strikes Back. Right, the bad guys got to win. Right, you, you know, got to have that. You have to have it, and it's and you know, and we could actually parallel. Parallel. I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, to no, you're good. Thunder, no, go ahead. But you could parallel this to wrestling because wrestling is going to be one of our topics that we're going to talk about. Yeah. But you have to create in wrestling. You have to create that story where the the baby face mm-hmm. has to overcome the odds. Mm-hmm. And so you know, at some point, Bill Goldberg had to lose. At some, yeah. you know, he, Hulk Hogan had to lose. I mean, Hulk Hogan was champ for years and at some point had to take a one two three the bad guy in a story has to lose at some point and so I, this was that point they were the mcu really if if I, if we go back they were really doing their best to set us up for this mm-hmm. but we just didn't realize how bad of a gut punch it was going to yeah. be i mean think about it with being like an empire strikes back when spider-man met his demise as i call it it was like seeing Han Solo when he got froze. Yes. Mm-hmm. Think about whenever we yeah. were all yes. finally saw that movie. Yes. It was just like that. But like Jim said, they all you got to have the bad guys win. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. have that where you leave and you're just like, well, that. But there was, was, a, there was I mean, that's a lot, man. Oh yeah. You know, Luke, I'm your father. You know. Oh yeah. Han Solo frozen. I mean, there was all kinds. I of mean, just think of their emotions when they left that theater. Oh, and there gosh. and there was no internet then. So they had I no know. Idea. Yeah. Nothing. I know. So my theory is. It had to end like that. Now let's bring him back and let's have finally closure, kind of like the Return of the Jedi, except better than Return of the Jedi. <laughs> and if you don't bring Adam Warlock into this, so I, I am I. There's something I need. I'm like Matt. There's some. I need something. But I would be cool if at the end of the next movie that there was uh, <clears throat> some kind of weird storyline way where some but not all of the people that disappeared came back 
because I don't think that all of them need to come back. But there, I think there's some very pertinent characters that really need to come back. And I'm just sorry, I, I want Spider-Man back. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be selfish. And I want you Spider-Man. just inter- you just introduced Black mm-hmm. Panther. And he, oh, you just oh, yeah. started a movement. You just started with a Black movement Panther. with like Black one Panther. One of the most successful Marvel one of the most successful ever. ones made so far. And I, single character, single, movies. single, yes, character movies. yeah. Like yes. One of the most successful single yeah. character movies. It's one of the few single character movies to pass the billion dollar mark. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one, I mean, Infinity War set the record for passing it the yeah. fastest, but it was a multi character film. Single character, Black Panther is probably the strongest to date. Yes. I agree with that. Financially yeah. speaking. Absolutely. Um, but I, personally, I really like Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I like Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor, and I thought his adaptation of him yeah. was fantastic. So, I don't know. There really needs to... I just want to know what it is at this yes, point, you exactly. know? It's like, what path are they going to take? I want to know. Yeah. And I really don't think that... I really don't think... I think what's going to happen is... I think Ant-Man and Wasp are going to be a separate story. It's not going to have any tie-in whatsoever. I think it's. I think we're going to be let down with a credit scene that's going to be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Captain Marvel... Is going to be an origin story from the past with a very tiny tie-in mm-hmm. to the next in, uh, Avengers movie. Yeah. To yeah. set up how she's going to come into that storyline. And then I think that's going to be it. And then we're just going to have to wait an entire year to get our answers. Mm. I just need peace. <laughs> I need peace. I can't even really give this movie a rating... Or a personal final draft of my own thought without seeing the next one. It's just an incomplete feeling. It's and like I Edgar need to, I need Poe gave his Marvel <laughs> <laughs> feelings. Jeez. Quote to Brian, nevermore. <laughs> <laughs> Quote to Brian, nevermore. So okay, but, so yeah, no. So yeah, so you got you, you just need peace. I need to be at peace and I don't just oh, this yeah, this first one has, has me a loss for words. So maybe, maybe with the second movie, you won't be able to watch Infinity War by itself. By itself, you will need to watch. You I need, need to both have movies. like a marathon, yes, like a six-hour. That movie will have to only be watched in its junction, entirety. In its entirety, yes. So because let me, let me, wow. Okay, I got a quick before we wrap up Infinity War. Just one quick thought: What we all think? If at the end of Infinity War, the second one, whatever it might be called, who knows what it might be called, it jump starts the next like giant villain, and here we go again. <laughs> yeah, ten more years. Uh, will you be okay I mean, with that? Absolutely. I guess because I would. you know what that means. Another ten years of fantastic Marvel movies. True. All right. True. I would totally yeah. be down with that because even if I know that ten years from now I'm going to yeah. have the same gut punch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have nine years if, of wonderfulness. If I can have, <laughs> as long, as long as I could have a satisfying Thanos death, and then a good moment where they're all just sitting there tired, and just burnt out, and... Eating shawarma? There you go. <laughs> eating, a, eating a shawarma, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, where Captain America's not eating because he has a bull jaw in there. Yeah, if I could have that, and then it just, I guess it cuts, but then in extra credits, uh, the ending credits, maybe they then start hinting at yeah. the next big. All right, so 
to cap it off, I feel dead inside. <laughs> Ryan is okay with it because it's like uh, Empire Strikes Back. He knows yeah. there's more to come. I'm a cross between those two. Yeah, I'm somewhere Jim, in the middle of those two. He's somewhere in the middle. Jim needs more information. I he's do. the info guy. He, he's the 411. And Brian I, needs peace. peace. He needs a priest <laughs> or a pastor. Thank Old God we have a pastor. And a new <laughs> priest. Okay. Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. <laughs> so before we totally wrap up this movie, I wanted to bring up some comedic tidbits from the movie that I thought were completely funny. Alright. Um, so, the Russo brothers uh, directed this, and so you, you know that the Russo brothers also directed Arrested Development. Of course. Yeah. So, did y'all catch um, when they got to nowhere, yeah. and, and, the, and they got to meet, the, they went to meet the collector, and did you notice that there was a blue man in a case that looked exactly like Tobias and it was a call out to when Tobias on Arrested Development tried out for the Blue Man Group. <laughs> no, and I the didn't. Know. Specifically put that there, just like if you didn't catch it in Captain America: Civil War, the Bluth family stair bus was in the fight scene. Are you it was in the me? it was in the background of the fight wow. scene, and there are tons of images of that on the internet. Wow. The Bluth family stair bus from Arrested Development is in the oh, Civil War fight scene. Hilarious. You heard it here on Eclectic Collective. <laughs> Russos made love with their little tie-ins <laughs> to this movie. Oh, yeah, big, big time, big time. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna do a little a little quick feeling about Ready Player One. I, I had to throw this in there because I am obsessed. <laughs> I am obsessed with this movie. Oh my god. I don't think I have been obsessed with a movie like this since I was a kid. I remember you remember when you were a kid you had that one movie and you would you would watch it and then you would rewind it when it ended and watch it over that's how I feel about this movie. <laughs> he said rewind. Rewind. <laughs> you Just know, to let you know, gotta, folks, you that's how old the people are. You your lazy keister and push the rewind button. Yeah. That is our new tagline. Eclectic Collective. Be rewind. kind. Rewind. rewind. <laughs> Brought to you by Beta. Beta. <laughs> because we're cheap. Now, <laughs> now, with this movie, I... Okay, I, I read the book, mm -hmm. and it... I will talk about the book when we get to books and comics and when we talk about if we're reading anything lately. Ryan here doesn't know how to read, so um, <laughs> he does everything on Audible. <laughs> Can you imagine the Bible on Audible? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Place your hand on my iPad. <laughs> okay. But the movie is nothing like the book. I mean, but I I personally enjoy that because it gives me kind of the same like story, but in two different views. Like this, but Ernest Cline was on set with Steven Spielberg and co-wrote the screenplay for this movie. So every change for all you haters out there yes. that are book lovers and yeah. hate the movie because it's something like the book. Ernest Klein did that, so y'all needs tissues. <laughs> the guy who created Ready Player One made the changes because you had to make a lot of changes to this. If you read the book, it you could tell why they had to change a lot because you had to make it more family friendly. You had to make where to people can 
relate, relate to this. Well, you had to adapt it to modern day a little bit. Because yeah, from the book, can... no one, not everyone can relate to war games. No one, hardly or, anybody out in today's world even know what war games are. Or Dungeons right. and Dragons. Or Dungeons okay, and Dragons. Yeah. We, we right. are some nerds here. We we are some nerds. But I gotta be honest, I never played Dungeons and Dragons. I did. But <laughs> Okay, we have one. We had a dungeon we master in the one. family. And I'll point master. out that I am the oldest man in this room right now. <laughs> so yes, I play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so we got the... Jim just became Dungeon Master. <laughs> Dungeon Master. I'll take it. <laughs> Get ready to whip out your graph paper maps. <laughs> Who's the master, Leroy? <laughs> Show Show enough. Enough. A Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> so, okay, with, with this movie, with this movie, there was so much that you could, like, grab onto. If you couldn't grab onto something in this movie. Oh, man. And just, Nostalgia to yes. the nth well, degree. There's, I mean, it's not just... You can watch this so just like you were saying, rewind and play it again. You could, I could watch this probably fifteen times and catch something new, new every, every single time. time. I every still haven't time. caught every time. I've seen it three times now, and I still haven't caught everything about it. I've seen it six times, proudly seen it six times. <laughs> and if we all said, hey, "Let's go see Ready Player One," I would I'd see, see it right again. Yes. <laughs> because this movie, to me, okay, I, I absolutely love this movie. I, I loved. The storyline, it was like a retro 80s storyline thrown in with just the correct CGI. Like this, to me, seemed like a storyline that would have came out in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then we would all said, man, that came out way too soon. Mm-hmm. It had, you know, if we if it came out in the 80s, kind of like uh, Last Starfighter. Yeah. You know, we were, me and Jim were obsessed with this I movie. I love that movie. When it came out. But, you know, it, it had that video game graphics for the 80s yes. in in the background when right. they were, and we even for the 80s we're like man this movie came out way too early <laughs> yes, i mean is. in but at the same time star wars made it work yes and yes. last starfighter mm-hmm. made it look cheap well i think i think george lucas was working one with a little bit bigger of a budget <laughs> yeah, yeah very true but with this movie <laughs> this movie seemed like an 80s storyline uh-huh. come to our time so we yes. can enjoy it at the right time yeah, yeah. and it was just Full of twists and turns, and and things that we can like when they at the very end when it came that uh, Ogden Morrow was involved the entire time. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Came out of left field. Came out of left field. That yeah. oh my god! Like it's been a long time since I've enjoyed. What do you think, Ryan? Eh, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had that coming. No accounting for taste in this room. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I liked it. I did. It did bring you back to your childhood of watching Matthew Broderick war games and all that stuff. Like I thought it was today's Back to the Future. Yeah, all the references. I mean, you know, you the whole. I don't know, just a lot of references, and I liked it. So on a five star scale, what would you give it? I'd give it three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. I'd give it 12. Well, yeah, he would. <laughs> I enjoyed it. What'd you think, Jim? Um, I, I mean, I'd give it five stars. I think it's a fantastic film. I think I rate films based on rewatchability. Yeah. I mean, is it so fantastic? That's a good point. Uh, is it so fantastic that I want to own it? Because throughout my life, I want to go back and watch it over, over and over yes. and over That's and a good over point. Again. Yeah, that's a good and one. So, and, there's many, and for me, there's many levels of rewatchability. Because there are many movies... That I own, that I will, you know, I own them. They're there, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and it might be 
years exactly. before I pull it back out again. Yeah. So that's going to be a ranked lower. Mm-hmm. Now everything I, that I own is going to be at least a three star or above yeah. at minimum mm-hmm. before I, if I'm going to buy it. Um, but then there's those movies like this one that I'll probably watch probably three, four, or five times a year oh, God, for the rest yeah. of my life because I'll be sitting around the house. Hey, you got Ready Player One? Yes, let's play it now. Yeah, yes. and watch so, it I mean, now. so put it in. It's one of those movies that it's a five star rating, and I could pull it out and watch it any time of the of the year. So mm-hmm. I I think it's I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, there's so many there's so much detail. Um, the create what was the creator's name of the game again? I keep I forgot. Um, the creator Holiday Holiday. So um, the parallels of his they did a parallel of his funeral to the Spock funeral. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, the uh, Robert Zemeckis, uh, the artifact, the Zemeckis cube that mm-hmm. can turn back time. And Robert Zemeckis was the um, uh, wrote Back to the Future, or directed, he was the director? Yeah. Director. Uh, director, yeah. yeah. And he was the, the Zemeckis, they called it the Zemeckis, Zemeckis cube. cube. And yeah. he was he was the director of... So many nods to I mean, so many different so things. Many things. so cool. So, I mean, like, just some of the character call-outs. I mean, all the people mm-hmm. from Legends of Zelda. Uh, Bio, Big Daddy from Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mega Man, Metroid. Metroid was one of my favorite games growing up. Oh, yeah. Um, and the Iron Giant. And then Hellboy. Did you catch Hellboy? There was a call-out yes, to Hellboy, I, yeah. I, yeah, I caught Hellboy. I caught He-Man. Um, Spawn. What, the, all the, the they even had horror callouts, you know. Because oh you know, my god, Freddy, that, Freddy Krueger was obvious. So deep. J- uh, Jason, Jason was obvious. But, Fre- but, um, but I don't know if you caught this, but one of the Chucky, cars, one of the Chucky. cars was Christine. Christine, Christine. Yes, yes. Yeah. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love, I love one of the challenges being in uh, the movie. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, here comes Johnny. Uh, oh, Shining. Shining. I love that. That was pretty cool. Uh, you know, I, you know. The funny thing was, I feel like I have to mention this, but I'll tell you what, what was hilarious to me in the film. At the one point, it seemed like to be um, their their attempt at the oh, like the Holy Grail moment where um, the what was it uh, Cho show show that was uh, just sitting there Indian style, and they want just trying to get. Oh no, that was, was Kaito. Daito. Daito. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, they were. He was sitting Indian style during one of the biggest battles, yeah. and he was sitting there, you know, getting peace, you know, doing whatever he was doing. Is and then he opens his eyes, and all of a sudden he comes out and he chooses Gundam. Not <laughs> one person it really even took to that. Oh, good. He's uh, a character from something that no one really watches. <laughs> well, you know, but if, if you. Think of how many anime people went home in wet shorts. Oh, that day. absolutely! Oh my gosh. <laughs> saw Gundam and they were like, Gundam! The, yeah, Gundam! Is, the thing is, is though, it doesn't matter who you are, what walk of life, somebody could have taken away. This, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I would agree with that. that from was, this film, that's what I was gonna say. Like that was someone's holy grail absolutely, moment. Absolutely, but, but we, there were thousands. There were so many holy yeah. grail moments. It, it gave. Okay. This was the ultimate nerd movie. Yes. It, was. it gave everybody. It gave, it, it, it it helped everyone, including. Mm-hmm. If you just liked music, yep. yeah, this absolutely. movie was it had a bunch Fantastic. of music. Fantastic! Like, if, did you notice in H's wall he had collections of tapes? Yep. Yes. Like, like it was a shout out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody has everybody. No matter who you are, you collect something. Like, I mean, it could be anything. It could be sports memorabilia. 
could be music, it could be comics, it could be books, it could be whatever. Yeah. I mean, everybody is obsessed with something. And this movie helps show society mm-hmm. that there is something that everybody everybody needs an escape. Yeah. Everybody needs an escape. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just the world we live in now. Right. You know, we we all have that one thing. Like I, I oh my gosh, like I I like we have this podcast and we're talking about video games, books, movies, all this stuff. These are all escapes. Yeah. You know, uh three out of the four of us in here are musicians. Like sometimes we just need to rock out, you know, mm-hmm. you know. We have two drummers in here. They I mean, they could literally sit in a room and drum for hours Absolutely. and not think Absolutely. about the world. <laughs> yes. And you know, I could sit down with my guitar, or piano, and just pick at it and stare at a wall. You <laughs> just, know, it's just an ode to that. I'm thinking about coming out of retirement next year. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. nice. So, so this is like a little preview of what, like, yeah. like for a band. Yeah. yeah, it's in the works. All right, all right. We'll get to that to music. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll do that in the music. One thing I wanted to, I mean, there's, I mean, like, there's so many little Easter eggs in this movie. And I'm still going back and analyzing it to fig- find a lot of those Easter eggs. Yes. Um, one of the ones, do you remember the movie um, Last Action Hero? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, during the race, the, uh, the race scene in the background, there's an image of a cinema with the name Jack Slater <laughs> oh, yeah. on it. See, yeah. Okay, but here's the thing, though. The reference is pretty deep because um, Zach Penn wrote Last Action Hero. He also adapted Ready Player One for screenplay. That was the That's other right. guy with yeah. Ernest Klein. Yeah, yeah. So wow. Ernest Klein and Zach Penn. But they put Zach. It. They put um, Jack Slater's name on the name of that cinema as a, a shout out to him specifically. That is awesome. Yes, I forgot Zach Penn uh, did yeah. adapt, help adapt with Ernest Klein. Yep. And Ernest Klein, they both were on set to make sure that yep. you know it followed like uh, anything. You know, okay, like with Steven Spielberg. I know there's a lot of people that don't like Steven Spielberg. For what reason, God, I don't know. I feel like we live in a world where people just want to hate everything. Well, I don't I don't hate Steven Spielberg, but he's just like anybody else. He's like every actor or everybody out there. Some of their stuff is great. And he and I mean, I'm just going to say I think on his scales, he's got more great than bad. Yes. But he's got some pretty spectacularly bad stuff out there. Case in point, AI. Crystal yeah. Skull. Yeah. Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull. Well, I mean, did he, did, did he direct Crystal Skull? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he held... Well, Indiana Jones is him and George Lucas's baby. So yeah. he gets a... Uh, I think Steven Spielberg gets a pass on some of the crap. I mean, because we all... You know, even though we watched Crystal Skull, I was in it. Until it became aliens. aliens. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, you lost me. I'm over it. Even the old man thing, even if for that time he was old, but I was I was in that movie until it became about aliens. I was like, you just destroyed. Uh, so I don't even count Crystal Skull I anymore. I really haven't either. Uh, I don't count, like, I don't count Batman and Robin. That doesn't exist. <laughs> I, I don't, it doesn't exist in my world. So, you know, with Spielberg, I love Spielberg, man. It it just, I mean, if you look, uh, Jaws. Jaws. Uh, yeah. Close Encounters. Like, all, nerd Jurassic movies. Park. Oh, Jurassic yeah. Park. Uh, like I said, the scales are in his favor. I mean, he's got, he's done some of the most spectacular movies of our era. But he does it. Passionately, because yes. uh, what's the uh, the Disney movie he did with uh, with the giant? Um, oh, BFG, uh, BFG, yeah, big friendly giant. Yeah. He 
sought to do that movie. They weren't oh. even going to do that movie. Pass or fail. He he wanted to do yes. that movie. Because he that was an fought, important story from his childhood. He, he fought for that movie. Like so it And it, it was a spe- he did spectacular it was an amazing it was movie. I didn't even know what BFG was yeah. until this movie. And I thought he did really well with this movie, but he does anything he does, it just goes to show he does these movies out of passion. Mm-hmm. Like he is a nerd at heart. Even at his age, I think he's in his 70s, and, you know, I love it when I see that in the movies. Like, so when he did Ready Player One, it showed that he wanted to throw as much, I mean, it was, he's the one who directed it. He, he could have said, no, I don't want that too much. No, he was like, yes, like, uh, uh, that whole scene with uh, War of the Worlds, that was one of his favorite childhood mm-hmm. movies, as as. That's what him and Ernest Klein connected on was War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. And he had to have a War of the Worlds scene. And he had the original alien ship from War of the Worlds. The original. Right, the original one. And, like, so he's a nerd, too. That's a, that's a big reason why I love this movie. Yep. So, uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Like, let's, let's talk about... I think we should talk about television next. Okay. Because there's some of us in here on this side of the table <laughs> that like to watch the same old same olds because we do not like to venture out <laughs> it, it's kind of like it's kind of like an emotional commitment this is why i'm single right now <laughs> that's, it, that's, not, no, that's not that's not really the reason this is the reason i'm going to <laughs> and it, it's 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 when you see Sorry. something you're like oh my gosh I don't know if I want to commit to this show. And it's then there's true. some then it's there's exhausting. Some in, and then on this side It's a lot of time. It's it it's is. a lot but then on this side of the table, they'll they'll give anything. I got Brian you know, I'll Jim, Brian, they will watch anything and yeah. just be like, you know what, this is complete crap, I just stop it. Mm-hmm. But and I mean then, it's you got you've only and with me though, you've only got one, two episodes though. I'm not a six mm-hmm. episode watcher. Yes. I'm with you. You can't tell me what you gotta wait till episode six. No, that's when the that. twist comes and that's when there's no hook you. No. In this day and age, you I mean, I'm sorry. My time is worth a lot to me. Yeah. And even though I am very free in giving shows an opportunity and I will try any show. I mean, because mm-hmm. I love TV. I'm a TV file. I love watching TV. I'm a, it's, it is an addiction. TV file. I mean, it is, I'm an, it's dun, an addiction. Dun, dun. I know, right? <laughs> this week on TV file. Um, but I love I love watching TV, but you've you got to hook me. Episode one has got to, it's got to do a great job of introducing the characters, mm-hmm. giving a little bit of backstory and then foreshadowing mm-hmm. li- of what's to come, you know? Like, let's, you got to have that great protagonist, yeah. and you got to have a good antagonist, and, you, and there's got to be a really good story there to hook it all together. So, so, so on, on this side of the table, <laughs> like... The man who doesn't watch that much yes. television. <laughs> you want, no, 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 no. You watch a lot of television, it's just, it's just the same old stuff. It's, it's like, you, 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 like, how, okay, how many times do you think you have watched Friends? Oh, more times than I could count. Ah, oh, jeez, like at least four billion, you know. So, what, I mean, what do you think? What do you think on this side? Do you think keeps you from starting new shows? Let me tell you, the the last show I heard you get excited about was the uh, Blue Collar Show. And God, how long ago was that? I mean, that's true. That was one of the last few films that I did, or one of the last few TV shows that I actually did, and that was probably. 
years ago. Eight years ago. And I don't even know what got you into that show, but I mean, something did. Well, you know, randomness got me into that show because it just happened. It was on television. One of the episodes, random episodes, was on television. Yeah. And I just watched it. Let me ask. Let me ask you this, because one of the things I wanted to bring up was um, I want to discuss, you know, my favorite TV shows that I got going on right now, yeah, and things that I'm looking forward to. Is there anything on that side of the table that <laughs> doesn't want to get out there watching? You <laughs> is there anything on your radar coming down the pipe that you are excited that's coming out? I okay. There was a time when I was excited about all the Marvel shows. Because Daredevil, I'm in love with Daredevil. I love it. I, I love that show. I love Netflix's take on the mm-hmm. Marvel and, Universe. And then they just stopped. Because they, now we got to get everybody else out. Why couldn't you just keep Daredevil going and do everybody else's right, too? Right. Okay, so Daredevil is the the Tony Stark or yes. the Iron Man of he's the TV the, world. He was the like glue. testing the, the waters to see, can we do this? Yeah. Can we match? This is what DC fails to do. They don't test the waters. They just go like, you know what? I want six seasons to do it. Yeah. Failure pass, you know. And I liked it, but I'm sorry. They needed to make Iron Fist not so much of a whiny bee. I, I, mean, I hated Iron Fist. I, I didn't, I'm not going to say that I hated it, but I, I really would have. I really wish they would have done it just, just a little bit different, a little less whiny. Iron Fist was, okay, Iron Fist is... This is going to be my cussing moment. A badass. <laughs> I, in the comics, he is one of the coolest, with the simplest power. Mm-hmm. Like all his power is in his chi. Yeah, like his in chi. his arm. His like chi. you know, he you know that's why they call him the Iron Fist. He it's all in the chi. But he could probably punch a hole in Superman if he could, if right. he concentrated right. hard right. enough. Right, right. But in you know in the books. You know, I'm not trying to compare. I know books and TV and movies all have their own views. That's why I'm very open and accepting. He is a big guy. He is a jacked. He's very skilled. And then they couldn't have gotten the... They've gotten the whitest dude. <laughs> the tiniest whitest tiniest dude. Tiniest whitest dude. <laughs> with no acting skill whatsoever. No acting skills. And they put him in a very... I don't know. It's like putting... It is... Okay... It would be like putting Al Gore in a Blade movie okay. <laughs> as Blade. Like well, you couldn't have made this white. I don't understand how. I don't understand why they did Daredevil so good, and they did. They actually did Jessica Jones. Jessica very, Jones was amazing. Very well. I didn't like the Luke the first season Luke Cage. They got the second season Luke Cage coming out. I just thought that was. I didn't thought, think that was good at all. Yeah, Luke. Yeah, well, Luke Cage. Luke Luke Cage. They. I feel like they just wanted to jump in with the stereo stereotypical urban life that you know most I guess what they think all African Americans live in. Yeah, it's 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 not true. Yeah. It's like okay, so Luke Cage was a lab accident. So why do you? You know, and he was. Even, I don't even think they really addressed it or touched on his source of his power. They did. They did once, and that was oh, where did they? they did. The, yeah, because they did an ode to how he originally looked. Because when he came out of the chamber, they had him in that bandana and that yellow shirt oh, and the okay. blue pants, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what he and the cuffs. Yeah, okay, because that was his original look. That was yeah. Luke Cage's hero for hire look. Right. And with this movie, man, I, you know. I wish they had concentrated more on the fighting of like his like his enemy, 
like uh, I can't remember who is. It's been a while since I watched the show, but his enemy. It was one of his common enemies mm-hmm. in the book, but they didn't do a whole lot of focus on him. They did a whole lot of background. Yeah. On, you know, who Luke Cage was trying to find, and then mm-hmm. oh, it, it, here he is. You know, finally we get the fight. Be like, right. It, it, this is why I love Daredevil, because in the second season, it was all about Kingpin and yes. Daredevil and Punisher. Yes. And it was like but, I mean, a also big too, roundabout. How, how are you going to make your fight scenes so, like 10 million times better in Daredevil than they are in the Iron Fist? Exactly. Because the Iron Fist is supposed to be this a kung, fu a master. kung fu master, but yet Daredevil fights circles around him. Mm-hmm. The fight scenes in that, that show are 10 million times better than the Iron Fist. Yes, and my butt cheek is bigger than the Iron Fist. <laughs> like, this guy, I, I, I don't understand, I, I don't get their reasoning for this actor in Iron Fist. I, they, when they when I saw it, I, I gave it a shot, but even with the skinny, pale, flake, cornflake of a yeah. dude playing Iron Fist... The show was boring. I couldn't. I couldn't get through. I couldn't get through three episodes, and I would just give a big eye roll, like, "Oh my god, am I going to keep watching this yeah, show?" Yeah, same thing going over and over. But to answer your question, oh, fifteen yes. minutes ago. Yes, back, back to my question: Is there anything on your radar? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, yeah rambling, your, yeah, rambling. But to answer your question about what's out there, yes. I don't know if there really is anything out there that's caught my eye here lately. Uh, a while back, there was a chance of watching, I mean, Peaky Blinders did seem interesting, yeah. but I didn't really give it a shot yet. Yeah. But, my, yeah. okay, at, on the, as a whole, it's really nothing that, ke- it, it, what honestly keeps me from watching movies is cinematic overload, which is something I did to myself. Yeah. You know, I was really looking forward to all this stuff, and then all this stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like... Uh, it, do I watch that or th- that? No. <laughs> I so up. I didn't. I give, I give up. up. I just shut down. Cinematic and overload just taught. Just basically told me don't watch this. So, so I have an app called Next Episode. Yeah. Where and you check stuff off, where, I guess. Where I, it lets me. It get actually. I have gone back in this in this app and checked all the shows in history that I've liked. Shameless plug. Yes. Shameless <laughs> plug for uh, um, for next, next episode. episode. Great app. We just um, made twenty five cents. <laughs> so, so I plugged in all the shows that I've liked mm. in the past, and it gives me recommendations for new shows. And some of those shows have been really great. Some have been kind of stinkers. So I go in and rate those, and you know yeah. they, they don't, and they all don't like them. So it goes into the flow of mm-hmm. recommendations. But it also gives me alerts. So if I see a preview for a show, I can go in here, pull it up. Uh, put a star on it, and then the second it premieres, this gives me an alert. This is about to premiere. Yeah, I, I love this app, um, but this helps me keep up with TV shows. This is how much of a TV file I am. I have an app to organize my watching and keep me, and keep me on track with what's coming and what's out there. And, and so, so Brian, Brian said that 
Peaky Blinders is one that he wants to start, but yeah. he, he can't pull the trigger. Okay. I agree. I agree. Like, Peaky Blinders, you should see my Netflix. I have 36 shows I want to watch. Yes. And but still then, can't pull the trigger. Yeah. Then, like, I just told Ryan, like, I just restarted Smallville for the yeah. end. <laughs> <laughs> see, then there's that. You pick something yeah. and watch it a while, you end up watching yes, that over I again. Get, I get in those slumps where I'm on Netflix for an mm-hmm. hour picking mm-hmm. out everything yes. I want to watch, and then I'll yeah. go back to something. Mm-hmm. So, let me. So, okay. What is what? What's one show? Um, let's go with you, Ryan. What's one show that um, you're lo- you you're looking forward to watching, and one show that you're watching right now that you you have some feelings on? I just now started The Good Place with Kristen Bell, yeah, and Ted Danson. Is that, that where she's dead? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And she. Good. It's a really good show. It's I, li- I so like it. Funny. I like Kristen it. Bell's hot. Ted. Hot. Ted Danson's in it also. Yeah. Like she, I'm, I'm gonna be honest to you. I'm never. I'm, I hate Tan Danson. Yeah, he's a horrible actor. Love him in this though. But like, fantastic. She died, and she went to the wrong place. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, another one. I tell you what. Even though it's on, but I'm looking forward to season six. I can't say this enough. Watch it, Ray Donovan. Oh, Ray Donovan. Love Ray Donovan. Amazing show. I, one of my favorite shows. That is one that Ryan helped me, me pull the trigger yes. on. Yes, that right there. So good, so good. Is a show right there that I almost want to wait to all the shows, the episodes come out because so I, I want it. it. Yeah, so I, I want it. I want it. I want it. Because we've been spoiled by Netflix. Oh yeah, yes, dropping seasons at a time. Yeah. That's just ugh. the actor Lee. Uh, Leaf Schreiber. Leaf Schreiber. Leaf Schreiber. Even though I liked him in Scream, you know, he was like, yeah, hey, he's he, cotton weary, whatever. Yeah. This show right here proves to me how his great range. of an actor he is. Yeah. It's his range. He's man. absolutely it, it amazing. Is, he's phenomenal. So with, with you, Jim, one one show you're watching that you have some feelings okay, on. Okay, so one you're show talking you're to the forward. TV file of the group. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, just yeah, do just keep... one show. I'm going to nutshell it. Nutshell. I'm going to nutshell it as much <laughs> as I possibly can. <laughs> This, but, okay, this is so, your area. This is your so arena. So two shows right now are that I feel are the best television shows in existence. Homeland. Love right. Homeland. Yeah. Fantastic. Designated Survivor. Love I'm a Designated huge Survivor. Kiefer Sutherland fan. And this show is just perfect for him. And I love it. It, it is so fantastic. Designated Survivor, man, has some of the best writers. Man, it's so good. That some of the I've stuff seen. they come up with, the 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 stories around the presidency, it's all fresh. Okay. Because the president's been done so many times oh, yeah. in movies and TV, it's ridiculous. Um, but this take on it, being the designated, the fact that you know all of our government got destroyed and killed, mm-hmm. and he was the sole survivor, the designated survivor that had to take over and rebuild yeah, government. Amazing. It's a great tale. It's a but great just, tale. Not to interrupt, but just think of it. Like I've only seen two episodes. I want to go back and watch because I love so Keeper good. Sutherland also. But you never think about that whenever they have the state of convention, you know, the state yeah. of the unions. You're just like, ah, there they all are. And that's yeah. the take it they just, have exactly. in this show. That, right there. That first episode did have me hooked, and then I found Ray Donovan. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, a um, couple of shows that I, I'm emotions about right now. Um, the second season of Westworld just launched, and I'm iffy because mm. the first season... I don't know if y'all have watched it, but the first season of Westworld, phenomenal. Yeah. Second season, very slow so far. Um, I'm really iffy on it. Uh, brand new show they just launched uh, on Sci-Fi called Krypton. Oh. Mm. <sighs> yeah. I've only watched. I've watched the first episode, and you, you know what I told you before. You got to hook me on that first episode. 
the first episode's kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So I haven't watched the rest of it. So I'm kind. I'm still. Jury is still out for me on Krypton. I want to love it because it's like huge back. Yeah. It's like the, the grandfather of Superman, and it's it's it could be a fantastic story. Well, this th- that show is based on the uh, there's a book series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember who wrote the books, but um, I read the first one. But it's basically like when uh, Jarrell was young. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 leading yeah. all the way up to the destruction mm. of Krypton. Krypton. It's basically giving you a background of the the race of mm-hmm. the Kryptonians, the how far advanced that this alien race was, and giving you some real detail because you're just like, you, you, and they're on their planet. They were just as frail as us because when you think Kryptonian, you think strong because Superman. Well, Superman and, didn't get his. He didn't get as strong as he was until he got close to the yellow sun. The yellow sun is what gives him, his, him powers his powers because in Krypton they have the red sun. Red sun. Red sun. So technically, if a human made it to Krypton, we would be like be Superman because like that's what would give sure. us right. our. Because there is a series where Batman makes it. To they called the Planet X Batman mm-hmm. that he makes it to Krypton in a like in a time travel and thing gets powers. and he gets the powers okay. and he becomes he gets big headed because he's everything that Superman is gotcha. on Earth on yeah. pl- on the, <laughs> that's one of the Planet many X. things I don't know about the stories. Well, I mean you know there's yeah so with with Batman having those superpowers so with the the, the Krypton show Krypton I, I want to watch it. it it's just one of those. You know, I, I hope the purist doesn't come out in me. I hope I don't watch the yeah. show and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> they, they're ruining everything. But you know, I I always give a show a chance. So uh, that is one that I have saved. That I'm gonna wait till it's over. Like I, yeah. I because I can't when, when prime time season starts, mm-hmm. I get so overwhelmed that, you know, I get really excited. There's a nice app that can help you with it. <laughs> it's called Next See? Episode. Overwhelmed. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's, not, it's not because of new shows. It's because keeping up. This is one thing I'm not liking about DC right now is I, I do like when every, occasionally they have a show connected to another show. Yeah. But now they do it so often or they do it with a big event yes. that... I can't keep up because I can't watch Arrow to this point and then go back and watch Flash to this point. You can't do that the way the CW does it because they do those crossovers so much. That's um, what, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, all the they, crossovers. CW prevents you from doing that specifically, mm-hmm. and they do it to try to hook you in to watch some of the weaker watch shows like DC's Legends of Tomorrow or Supergirl. Or, well, Supergirl's a lot. They got it's got a lot more followers than DC. Legends of Tomorrow is the weakest of them all right now. Well, see, so far I, I like DC Legends of Tomorrow <laughs> better than Supergirl because Supergirl, they just they got they're doing this. I, I don't know. Like it's just it's like the Iron Fist all over again. It's like this, yeah. you know, privileged white person that's yeah. got all these problems. Uh, you know, it's like all right, you know, I'm over it. Yeah, you know, like, like get the super, get the super villains. Bring in the super villains. Bring. In- we want to see the fight scenes. Yes, you know, the action. The action. We're not, we're I don't. I don't need all the social problems no. you have. I got to deal with my own. You know, like I got to deal with my own social problems. I got to deal with my own life problems. That yeah. is short. 
you know, <laughs> not wanting to punch Ryan in the throat right now. That is, that is a struggle. <laughs> I just want to point out that he is the shortest of the three brothers. <laughs> that is very true. But, uh, but I'm the prettiest. Oh, uh, either way. In his own mind. He's also very Today's single. joke's brought to you by. <laughs> it's by and, choice. And the other two are married. Just with the with the DC shows, I feel like they're they're throwing out as many like they just brought out Black Lightning. I have not watched. That I haven't one yet. watched it. Me me either. But I feel like because this is where all their money is, they're just bringing out everybody they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And overwhelming me. This is why I get overwhelmed during prime time because that so many shows mm-hmm. I want to watch come out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go watch uh, Sons of Anarchy for the sixth mm-hmm. time because I enjoy it and all that. So I'm spoiled also by like just the 12 to 16 episodes. Like That's about all I can do now. Yes. Yeah. I can't do the whole 23, 24 episodes anymore. Yes. I, and I'm I'm obsessed with Supernatural. No, I got you. Yeah. And oh yeah. my God, they, do 20, they don't need 24. Because yeah. six or seven of those episodes are fillers. Yeah. It's like, let's do something goofy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then yeah. we'll throw in storyline for the rest of them. All right, you know what? Just do 12 or 13 and let's if get to the point if they're good if, if the content is good I will take as many episodes as they want to throw out yeah. I really will it doesn't matter as long as the content was good 24 the, sh- the show 24 you know back in the day 24 episodes a season because it's dealing with all the hours in one day in real time alright I could have taken as many of those seasons that they would ever dished out they did right. 8 seasons of that show and I was I always felt it wasn't enough <laughs> I always wanted more of that so let, all right, so let's close this up. Let's let's close this up with the ultimate question we always do. If you were stuck on an island and you had one show mm-hmm. to take with you to watch over and over again, yep. what show would that be? Let's start with you, Brian. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Wow, really? Amazing. Ron Swanson for president. <laughs> Ron Swanson is God. I'm a simpleton. It can't really be any of these yeah. impact stories or anything like that. I am more of the comedic side of things. Uh, comedic gives, gives it's my thing. So it has to be some sort of comedy, and Parks and Rec would be it. All All right. 24 would be mine. 24 would be yours. Mm-hmm. You can watch that over and over, over and over and over. All right. How about you, Ron? Let's swing. West Wing, an amazing show. Amazing show. I, 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 there was a rumor that there's a rumor yeah. that they might bring that show back. Right? I hope so. I With, would love uh, that. Sterling um, K. Brown, oh, maybe as yeah. the president. That it's would be so amazing. great. That's my hope. I'm sure that's your hope. What, also, what was but. the? Uh, you, you said you read like uh, there might be like this little background of how they might start. Yeah, the show. where he becomes president, and in his first year, he has a lot of trouble. And he ends up, uh, Bartlett comes back as his advisor, kind of like how, uh, what was it, Nixon and, um, there was a president in that. Uh, 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 anyways, uh, Clinton, Clinton, <laughs> Clinton, Nixon and Clinton. Okay. And, okay. uh, but I think that storyline right there is long, you have to have Bartlett back and you got to bring his team back somewhere in that. I don't care about the journalist and all that, but no, give right. me the, re- give me the whole team yeah, just for team. a few, yeah. All right, Matt. I would I would say supernatural. I don't know. Okay, I, here's why: is with with this show, I, I get comedy, I get a good mm-hmm. storyline, and I get uh, I, I don't know. I just get a lot of action in this show. But at the same time, I'm ready for the show to end. I right. am a firm believer: ten seasons, 
is good. Like right now, I love Big Bang Theory, but ten seasons. It's no oh, Big Bang Theory. Love the show. I love it, but it's time to go. Yeah, it's, it's time it's, to stop. Yeah, they're Let's phoning it to an in. End. They're phoning it in now, and they, they need to stop. All right. So okay. <laughs> all right. So so, any any closing thoughts on television? Oh yeah. So there's nothing on your radar coming down the pipe that's making you giddy. It's coming. No. Nothing that's making me okay. So talk I've got, about right now, I've got, I'm trying to just get the work. My number one to finally watch, so people gets off the back, is Stranger Things. Oh, you, so you, I've got to watch yes, that. Yes. So, so by next podcast, if you haven't watched it, <laughs> yes. you'll be strangled. Indeed. Yes. So uh, I've got two that are making me giddy, and I'm right. so excited that I and I hope they do them well. Jack Ryan. On Amazon Prime. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And Castle Rock on Hulu. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. How did I forget that? Yeah. Those Rock, I am yeah. so looking forward to. Yeah, those are going to be some good ones. I okay. mean, every time I see the no. previews, I'm giddy okay. and I'm like, yes, please do it right. The Jack Ryan thing, it's not making me giddy, but I love. The, okay, the guy. John. The guy who's yeah. playing Jack Ryan, he won me. In a quiet place. Like, oh my! I, yes, I thought instantaneously. It was, uh, amazing that movie. So okay, I'm. I, I tried watching that stupid Office show, and <laughs> it, it, it is ridiculous. I can't. I got through. I gave that. Okay, I gave that show for. I gave it the entire first season. Yeah. I mean, the first season's like six episodes, and I gave it one of season two, and then I threw that crap in the garbage. It is. <laughs> it, it did not. It made me. It made me giggle once. Yeah. And then everybody, all our uh, other friends that talk about it, they just talk about how amazing this show is. And I'm like, do we have anything in common? Because (laughs) there is nothing in this show that is funny. Uh, But the the guy who's playing Jack Ryan, I I really like him. But Castle Rock. Yeah. Okay, when I, I first saw... The trailer, I'm, I was like, okay, no, this is something I can get on board with. And this will be one of the shows that I save, and it might be three seasons Yes, I might get in, like, you know, actually right. push play on. So, Well, they're, they're, these are two that are, I'm so giddy about that I, even if they release them one episode at a time, I yeah. will watch them as they come out. And I will consume it as it happens because I'm looking so forward to this. Yeah, I guess that would be mine. Yeah, you're right. Castle, I totally forgot about Castle Rock. Hulu is a genius for having that, by the way. But (laughs) I guess also, 80s kids in me, I'm excited about Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. It's it's out, isn't it? Is it? It's on one one episode. One episode. One episode. Oh, they just put one episode on Red, uh, YouTube Red? Yeah, because they want you to buy that subscription. That's right. Yeah. Are they releasing the whole thing on YouTube Red? All on YouTube Red. But it's going to be like one episode a week. So you'll have to buy yet another subscription service to watch the show. I got to agree with Jim. Castle Rock. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So let's do at least quick to topics that uh let, let's start with music is there any new music that's out right now that y'all are into um yes um i am into um the new seven dust album yes all um all i see is war um I'll, i mean that's one of my favorite bands of all time is seven dust seven i dust. love and love that band and matt and i've had conversations oh, about yeah. where have they gone what yes. have they been doing and this, the same year we bring that up, <laughs> yeah, they they're doing a new an tour album. and a new album. And I'm like, yes! Um, if but, you talk about it, they will come. I, I wish that was the case in everything. I, know. I want this movie. Make it so. Make it so. Um, but that is my favorite album that's out right now. But I have to admit, 
that I have a guilty pleasure right now, and that is the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Oh, great! Yes, um, hey, that's a great. Movie this is too. me and Come Alive. I will listen to those back to back all day long. <laughs> yes, it is so good. They're such good songs. This, I mean, this is ridiculous. Me. Gets me teary eyed every, every time. time. When Every it gets time. toward the end and all the music goes out and mm-hmm. then it comes right back in, I'm like, oh, God, it is. This is you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sing it, baby. <laughs> when we were walking out of the theater, Doris, which, you know, Doris, my wife, is just a huge show tune lover anyway. Yeah. She was dance singing out of the theater oh, as she was walking out because it was so good. <laughs> this, is, this is one musical that caught adults and children alike. Like, oh, yeah. Like, my son is obsessed with Greatest Showman. He loves every single song on this. Absolutely. On this thing. It, it's, it is a great, it is a great album. And I hate uh, that it got a lot, it got, it's getting a lot of well, not a lot. I'll not say a lot. It's getting good critical acclaim. Yeah. But it got some critical slam, too, yeah. because they're saying they're telling a false story. Yeah. And I'm like, so, cares? Um, other than documentaries, what movies are actually based in reality? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this okay? is where the word based. Yes. Like, it's right. if it was right. the actual true story, right. it would say the true story. I think I've seen one movie... Yeah. In my whole life, where it said the true story, yeah. everything else is based, based on. Based on, and it's loosely, yeah, loosely, loosely based. based on. This is why you get people to like movies, right? Because we don't want the truth. I'm sorry, I don't want to go. Like when I saw, okay, like Schindler's List. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it out there. Do I really want to go and watch a like? This movie of just depression, you got to make something into it with a story. Yes. I'm sure that, you know, the true story was, you know, Schindler helping these, you know, Jews escape, and he did it very cleverly. But I'm sure that whole part with the Nazi general, I'm sure where he's picking people off for sport, you know, it might have happened. But unless it's written in a book where a guy was just picking people, it's based. Right. Like get over it. It's well, based they were they were saying story. that they were saying they were glazing over history and mm-hmm. accuracy because P.T. Barnum was a much worse person, and they made they made him seem like a kind of a bad guy, yeah, but a lovable yeah. bad guy. But in real life, P.T. Barnum was a complete and utter tool, and you wanted. I mean, he was a very very mm-hmm. bad person. Yeah. All right. So, what music are you listening to? You know, I'm just I mainly. I stick with a lot of traditional music. Mm-hmm. Like, I still love my George Strait music. Yeah. And Vin Skill released a new CD about a year ago. I'm still into that. And I still got to say, even though a lot of people picked up on him, I have to see him, I still love Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. He's one of that's. I was just going to bring he's him up. My he's my latest. He's my latest fashion. He just... But I like some of his earliest stuff before he right. got a big, man. Like, Sometimes I Cry, that was that song, and... Um, what was the photo? The photograph. Yeah, man, photo, you got me listening to him with the conversation See, we had. So the thing is, is like, and I know we can get on a whole conversation about this with music. I'm a big country music fan. Always have been. Always will. The stuff that you're hearing today is not country music. No, <laughs> no. it's not. Like, no. so let's just throw that out there. And it's, that's been a known thing for yeah. a very long time. Like, I mean, maybe it was in the. It's 90s. what pop right. rock was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's what <laughs> pop rock was back in the. 80s, kinda, 90s. It's kind of like what I sent you one time. Like, Hank Jr., Hank Sr., Waylon Jennings and them yeah. would laugh at the country music. Oh, like, yeah. absolutely. Waylon Jennings is turning oh, yeah. over in his grave. It's like the, the, it's the Alan Jackson, uh, George oh, Strait yeah. song, Murder on oh, Music yeah. Row. Oh, yeah, hands down. Yeah. You're exactly right. But I just, 
I'm just more traditional stuff, like Chris Stapleton's probably oh, the yeah. newest thing. So that's probably what, well, oh, yeah. is that what you've been listening yeah, to? Yeah, Casey Musgraves. Oh, I man. love me some Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. She's just got that Good voice. Stuff. She's beauty and talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably Matt, in Maddie Like. Maddie next uh, podcast, the gentleman that I sent you, I just had one song. Do you remember that? This past week, he sounds like a mix of mm, yeah, yeah, uh, like 1940s country almost. Yes, like really? it's, it's great. And if I can yeah, find we'll it, yeah, I'll have to look it up. So, sure. yeah, that's my thing. Okay. How about well, you, Brian? That's Chris pretty Stapleton? much he did. Chris Stapleton. Man, I saw, uh, uh, listened to him back uh, probably a year and a half ago, right mm-hmm. when some of those uh, small concerts were coming that he was mm-hmm. doing. Because mm-hmm. he's written, actually, was interesting to know, he's written a lot yeah. of number one hits from yeah. some of your big acts. Yes, yes. And then just decided to come out but uh, yeah, and do music. But, yeah, I've been – he's been my number one, which is actually interesting for someone who's been into – Extreme heavy mu- heavy metal music his entire life. I'm a fan of music. I don't yeah, care I'm what just it a is. fan of music. I love music. Yeah. I mean, there I've got like I have got playlists of everything. I've got a combined oh, yeah. playlist of everything, and then I've got my mood lists. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I'm going to work out, then I got my metal list and my oh, it, up, it goes and, up and down the Richter and, scale. <laughs> you know, if I'm driving and I got a bunch, you know, got my wife in the car, my kid in the car, then I have a collection yeah. of different stuff. Absolutely. You know, so I mean, agree. Everything, tons of stuff will pop into my mix. Well, I've been listening. I, I tell you, Shinedown. I don't know if you know Shinedown. Shinedown. Just kind of, they just came out with a new album. Yes, I haven't. I haven't listened to that one yet. It's okay, but they have a song on there called "Human Radio" that sounds like the old Shinedown came back to life, and I'm loving it. Yeah, uh, Human Radio. If you haven't heard that, listen to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Mayer came oh, out that's with. What I was about to say. Yeah, John, John Mayer's Mayer. new single came out today, and it is retro. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge John Mayer fan. He and he and talk about. I know a lot of people, like Brian's given the 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 eyes over here. Uh, he is the Cheryl Crow of our generation. He's the Cheryl Crow of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> you made me miss Body is a Wonderland. Okay, <laughs> minus Body is a Wonderland. <laughs> there you go. Okay. That was that was his album to get into the mainstream the mainstream music yeah. world, yeah. and then it has been his way mm-hmm. ever since that album. So minus his first album, everything since then, ha- like he's got a jazz trio, he's got uh, yeah. he's got a country band like mm-hmm. uh, uh, born and raised, born and raised, born and raised in paradise. Uh, that that sure. was both of his. That was his country band. Yeah. So now he he's got. A finger and everything, and now this this new single, I can't wait because it's very retro. He's got some electronica in there. Okay. He's got some the way he wrote the song. If you haven't heard it, I think it's new, is it new light, new light. New light. Okay. It, it's really good. It just I think it just came out yeah. today. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, it uh, it's very retro. So I, I'm hoping he always goes in a new direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is something uh, I've been listening to uh, that I listen to today actually, uh, but I also listen to a lot of Mumford and Sons and that type of uh, folky singer songwriter type. So the uh, the Shine Down going back to Shine Down, uh, Simple Man, the acoustic yeah. Simple Man and for, the acoustic version of Forty Five. Yeah, oh, those those two songs. The, those were both done acoustically. And those two songs sold me on them because that man's Man. voice, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry, but it, it, yeah, it's not perfect, but yet it's got that mm. perfect rock feel. Raspiness. Yes. I mean, and some mm. of my favorite singers of all time, 
they're not like you wouldn't put them on an opera stage and you yeah. know have perfect tone and pitch and everything. But I mean, there's just somebody. There's something about that perfect rock voice. Um, two people I miss dearly: Chris Cornell. Oh, he, may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. My favorite rock voice of all. He was my favorite rock voice mm-hmm. of all time. But second to that, Scott Weiland of the original oh, STP. Ooh, STP. Oh, yeah, original STP. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. You see the theme going on here? <laughs> um, but those two, fantastic. But they were not, you know, again, like I said, there's just something about that voice, man. Mm-hmm. And that, that lead singer of Shinedown, he's just got it. He's oh, got yes. that perfect rock voice. Yeah. Love it. So, okay. when Let's... let's, let's Go into so we got music covered. Like we, you getting to you getting to know who we are, it, with the music and book or movies, and you know you're getting to know who we are as nerds. I guess you would say <laughs> we all have we all have. So let, let's go. Let's do a quick quick thing on books. And when when I say books, I say books and comics because not everybody's a comic reader. Yeah. But we do have books. Uh, whether it be, it doesn't matter. It, it could be a novel, could be a biography, could be a fiction, nonfiction. Doesn't matter. Religious, whatever. Uh, let, let's do a quick thing. Are y'all reading anything uh, lately? Yes. Uh, um, what so, are you reading, I'm, I, so I'm a huge, I'm a huge crime legal uh, mm-hmm. thriller mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite authors: James Patterson, um, John Grisham, Michael Conley. Yeah, Ryan's uh, doing the hands in the air. I know. Thing over here, so you gotta... <laughs> yeah, I know. Right now, I got my fan base going on. Let's go <laughs> wave. Let's go <laughs> wave. So um, I'm reading the um, brand new book by James Patterson right now. The new um, it's the NYPD Red series. Oh, mm, nice. Um, it's called Red Alert. It's in the uh, and it's and what I love about this. So I, what I, so James Patterson made fame. Of course, he's one of the he's the number one selling author of all yeah. time. But he made fame with the Alex Cross series. And you know, of course, with the with the series, is you always have that same protagonist, or a, mm-hmm. yeah, protagonist um, across that he's the centralized theme. But within this series, what's really good is the NYPD detectives uh, are the protagonist. Mm-hmm. So it's not you're not following one character through the series. So somebody takes the mantle for a little while, and then it's dropped and then picked up by somebody else, nice. and it just keeps on. And it's and they take it because it does that. Each time you get into a new book, the story has a different feel. Mm-hmm. Right. Even mm-hmm. though it's all based around the New York New York uh, Police Department detectives. Okay. Um, so it's it's really good. I love it. Um, right. what, what's the name of it again? Um, Red Alert's the name of the Red book. Red Alert. Yeah. And, okay. uh, I'll put that on my book list. And um, something else I'm reading right now. You guys are aware we just did Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. And I discovered um, a Spider-Man comic that I'd never heard of. Uh, so there's so many out there that I have oh, not yeah. read, but this is this was was called the Superior Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man uh, came in yeah. uh, 2013, and um, the storyline goes, and I can't really speak to a whole lot of detail. Again, I just started reading it, mm-hmm. but the, the the basis of the story is okay. So this picks up in the storyline after the Amazing Spider-Man 700. Yeah, uh, when that was the last that one was the last series, one where yeah. Peter Parker apparently mm-hmm. dies. Yeah, and so. The Superior Spider-Man picks up where Dr. Otto Octavius comes in and takes over Peter Parker's body yes. mm-hmm. and um, tries to become a more superior Spider-Man yes. and prove himself worthy, but goes through this process haunted by the memories of Peter Parker because he's in Peter's body. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so uh, that just 
that right there just I mean it's got me hooked already. I oh, mean yeah. that that basis, that storyline right there, I'm like, yes. And really that good. and just just to keep you more excited, that little tidbit mm-hmm. of conflict when on with within Otto Octavius yeah doesn't go away. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Because there is some there's uh uh the uh, Amazing Spider-Man series that's going on right now, mm-hmm. yep. uh, which is a continuation of a different series. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been new characters that come into play. Okay. Um, but there is a brand new uh, Spider-Man series coming out in July, I think. Okay. That's going to start it all over for... Because I think Marvel is about to do what DC just did. Uh, DC had Rebirth. Okay. Which was pretty much a... Let's reset reset button and, and start to, retelling the start stories. And start retelling new stories. Basically, let's forget. Let's forget all stuff. this happened. Let's start over. You know, and they. So DC doing, didn't pick up from any other storylines. They just said cut clean and go. Boom. Well, they didn't give any background either, so you don't know really which series they're uh, okay. going off okay. of. They were basically starting because Batman just ended uh, the. Uh, metal series and that that just ended okay and i really think i know uh you know spider-man's your favorite but this batman series was the best batman series i have read in a long time wow. and it introduced a whole nother universe within the dark in in the dark uh it, it's called metal it's okay. just called the metal series yeah uh, amazing it's got a lot okay but it's it's got a lot of tie-ins mm-hmm. you have to the reason I say now is it's over. Yeah. It, it's done. So now you can go and find all the tie-ins because that, that's one thing I didn't like was you had to go this week, you had to buy this week's Aquaman mm-hmm. or Flash mm-hmm. yeah. to read the tie-in with the metal story. Okay. There's six main metal books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the tie-ins are yeah. what fill in all the background. Okay. So, you know, if you could go and find, piece those together mm-hmm. and read it from beginning to end, it is absolutely amazing. So I, that, that's one thing. Uh, so you're reading, you, you're reading Red Alert and, and Superior and Spider-Man. Superior I just started Spider-Man Spider-Man that you just started. So uh, what are you reading, Ryan? James Patterson also. Like, I finished Alex Cross. Yes. Like, the first book. Yes. We saw the movie. Yeah. I, I Along love, Came a Spider. See, now that's the next one I'm reading right there. Yeah. Along Came a Spider. Uh, I love those books, like those books, and they're short chapters. Because I'm not yes, gonna lie, yeah, I don't yeah. like books. Oh yeah. yeah, he's right. If I could do Audible, I'd be great, <laughs> <laughs> or pictures. But <laughs> uh, reading that pop up book, exactly. <laughs> Why not? Oh um, no, someone got shot. Exactly. Away. Why not? How? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> reading uh, Autopsy of a Deceased Church by Dr. Tom Rayner. Talking oh, about nice. What's churches. That Talking about the decline of churches over this uh-huh. over the years, trends. It's a trends lot of different than whenever yeah. our great grandparents were going to yeah. church. Very so different. Very that different. book is really good. Uh, Onward by Dr. Russell Moore. It's just talking about the morality changes in our okay. in our day and era. So those are the three books right there I've been really going on. Okay. But James Patterson likes the NYPD series. Amazing. Hey, this one just came out. So this, See, that's this in the next one. So, yeah. Oh, so oh and he's also reading The Good Book. The Good Book. <laughs> the Good Book. The Good Book. Which they he all reads, should be reading right now. <laughs> he reads The Good Book every day. Just saying. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, 
What are you reading these days, Brian? Nothing. 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 I've got absolutely nothing, <laughs> nothing for <to> sale. <laughs> no. No, I'm he's, reading he's, 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 he's reading his manual on how to work on PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Audible. No, no. Audible I am matter. reading the new Avengers series where they bring in She-Hulk. All That's right, been yeah. pretty good. And I'm actually taking a step back away from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and reading Hitman 47, Birth of a, Birth oh. of a Hitman, uh, where they actually bring in a female this time, Diana Burnwood. Um, Interesting. You're talking is, about the, uh, the assassin, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. And it is getting pretty interesting right now. So interesting. I, that's, that's so a that's pretty good it, series. Six series in, six six books in, and it's it's wow. pretty pretty cool. All, all right. right, Matt, what are you reading? Uh, man, I'm nobody cares. I'll, I'll I'll like, on. <laughs> like, I love I love reading, man. I I really think just as a, a little throw out, it turn your TVs off for a couple hours and read something. It doesn't matter. Uh, or you can be like me and do both. Or yeah. do both. Or, 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 you know, put on your earphones and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think Audible is amazing. I think audiobooks yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially if you get someone uh, who reads it really well. Like, Sorry, Agent 47, Birth of a Hitman. My bad. There you go. <laughs> Continue. I, we knew what you meant. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, we knew, we, we knew what you meant. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, like, uh, uh, I've been listening to uh, Armada which is Ernest Klein's second book. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been listening to that on Audible, and Will Wheaton reads it. And if you haven't heard anything read by Will Wheaton, that, that's what he's doing now. Is, is voicing books? Is voicing books, and he absolutely loves it. And let me tell you, he is amazing at it. Really? He gets you really into the book. He is gifted at reading books. Wow. But, uh, Armada, I wouldn't Armada, have guessed that. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you haven't re- I'm about halfway through. It's got, It's kind of got the last Starfighter feel, but there's a lot of differences. You can tell that Ernest Klein was like us and he's yeah. getting all the stuff he lived through as a yeah, kid yeah. and he's creating new storylines okay. and making them more to date too that's why like he took stuff from from the 80s and stuff and then gave it a, a today feel mm-hmm. with right. the Oasis yes like he took everything uh, he took everything from when that he loved and then put it in a video game yeah. And that is something that will, could grab kids today that didn't live through the '80s. He's living. You got kids who could put on VR yeah. and live through vi- uh, video games. But in this one, it's it's kind of got the last Starfighter feel, okay. like uh, he, you know, except people know. Right. So okay, so then and what it is is you know there's an alien force in Armada, mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out who can take over or you know become pilots who okay. could be good enough. And uh, I'm also reading the Avengers series. I'm not hooked yet. The Avengers series, I don't really know why they had to start over. I, they, with Captain America going into the future in his own book, and then we got this Avengers series, I'm really confused at what Marvel's doing, and I'm looking forward to the restart. I'm just yeah. going to be honest. Yeah. Like, this was Avengers restart because the Infinity countdown and watch yes, and all this other yeah. junk just ended so now they're doing this so I, I, I'm going to keep it going okay. I'm going to keep it going I'm not hooked yet uh, but the new Venom came out this week it's amazing it gives you detail of the history of symbiotes Ooh. I, I, I want to give a, as, more are they portrayed as a race of things or of creatures or what I mean how are they portrayed 
I'm going to leave it for you to read. Okay. I think you should go All buy right. it because I think if I spoke any more on it, since none it. of y'all have read it yet. No, it just came out this Wednesday. It's an amazing read. It gives you more detail of why Venom is Venom. When did this this new Venom start? Just this past Wednesday. I mean, this is brand new. This brand just new came just out. came out. Okay. Uh, and it's got, I will say, it's got a new character that helps. Okay. Explain some more things. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I've uh, I've also am reading Oblivion Song. It's really cool. It's Robert Kirkman's new comic. Okay. Uh, it's on its third issue, and it's basically a wasteland, kind of like a mix between Mad Max and Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. It's without the, all the zombies. Yes. But it's got this. It's post-apocalyptic world, and it's got this main character and societies, and it's really cool. Uh, if you haven't read that, uh, I would read it. And me and my son are listening. We're almost done with uh, the audio, Audible, Ready Player One. Sweet. And uh, okay. it is, it's completely different than the movie. Okay. Like, there are some there well, like are you some said, sometimes outs. that's a really good thing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a really good thing. If you, if you read the book and then watch the movie, you can, you can see the shout-outs to the book. Yeah. yeah. But it's completely different, and I'm loving every minute of it. Now, I will say, I kind of regret letting my son listen to some of it, because it does have some foul language (laughs) in it, but it kind of dies off, and, you know, it made towards the Mm -hmm. end, it's like action, 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 action. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I've I've been reading. Okay, I'm going to pose it out there, just like Matt did with the television show. Mm -hmm. Stuck on an island. You can only take one book. One book, I would take Ready Player One. I Ryan, I want to sleep. Okay, Brian. Man, that's a hard one. That is true. That, that's a that's a toughie. Um, jeez. If I could tattoo the book of Ready Player One on my <laughs> body, I would. You know, I really don't think I have an answer for that one. You I know, don't. I, it could be a comic book. It could be anything. Anything, but, but it's only one. You can book only series. You can only take that one thing, and it's the only thing you have to read for the rest of your See, life. It's not even a series; just the one book, right? Okay, so let, let's do this. Let's do this. I'll rephrase. I'll rephrase, because you can take one novel, or one run of one comic. Yes, because that usually that because I mean because that's, that's going to be about the same amount of reading as a yes. full <laughs> novel. Because yeah, eventually uh, most runs become trade paperbacks. Yes. yes. So where you can read the entire the thing, thing all at once. So. Okay. So knowing that. Yeah. Yeah, I got one. I got to go with John Grisham, The Pelican Brief. Mm, wow. Nice. I loved that book. Okay. I read that book. Okay. When the movie came out, that was one of the first books I ever read that tells you something. I was 15. You're going to love my choice then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian, you got one now? Oh, man. Let's see. You know, that's that's still a toughie. I, I don't. Mm. No, I still don't have one. Got to fill the yeah, dead air. We'll just move on from this. No, there's, no, there's no book yeah, there that is. ever that... Like, that I can just not live without. Really. Not not a comic book series. All right, so mine, John Grisham, The Testament. <sighs> if you have never read that book, go buy it and read it. I read that tomorrow. It is the most. It, it is the best book of all time. I mean, I love it. It's so good, and it's just the way. It's one of those things. I par- I could parallel it to Infinity War because when you read this book, it, it starts like right off the bat in the very first chapter. 
with with I mean it's got everything it's got comedy it's got thriller it's got I mean ex, uh, adventure excitement it's got everything you could ever want in a story or mm-hmm. ask of a story in one book and it is fantastic All right. the best yeah, book ever so Pelican Brief mm-hmm. Testament Ready Player One and I don't like to read over here. <laughs> that's, that's basically what you got. <laughs> that's what you got All right so let, let's let's go ahead we're gonna. It's about to it's about to get Epic. weird in here because we <laughs> to got say the least. Uh, we're gonna end we're gonna end it with wrestling. Uh, excuse wrestling. me, wrestling. Wrestling. So, okay, we have we have two wrestling purists in the room that have that have from the beginning. Which is Jim and Ryan. We're going to go ahead and get it out there. Jim and Ryan. If you I own s- it all day. <laughs> these guys, they will go back and watch stuff that's AWA, baby. AWA. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And enjoy it. They will be like all in it like like it's happening right now. And me and Brian get are over juice. here. Like, oh, Give cool. me the blood. Oh, that was a cool move. Give me blood. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the blood. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, so... Let's start with you two guys, Ryan yes. and Jim. Yes. What's going on with wrestling these days, bro? <laughs> uh, well, let's just go. Let's just go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Vince McMahon screwed it. Just ruined screwed the it. Boots. Ruined it for everybody. Ruined it for everyone. Um, I mean, and, you know, he just everybody just gave him their money, and he wound up with the billions and mm-hmm. the power, and you know, and unfortunately, the only antagonist that he had. Was Eric Bischoff and mm-hmm. Ted Turner Productions mm-hmm. screwed his way of getting anything done? So, I mean, so I mean, we're that we're just left with what we're left with, and it's a big old pile of junk, is what it is. Um, don't get me wrong, I can't. I, we all still watch a lot of it. We all still talk about it, um, just because we're purists and we follow it and we love it and we go watch live events, yeah, local wrestling and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah but, we're gonna go see cheap wrestling here in a little while. Yeah, so I mean, we still watch it and everything, but and I can pick some really cool stuff out of what they do, but it's just packed in with so much BS. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it's it make they make it so incredibly hard to watch anymore. Um, with the WWE brand. You know, I can't. I found myself trying to watch it, but I really uh, religiously only watch NXT and 205 Live. Um, those oh, are yeah, so into 205 Live. Those right they, now. those are those two brands they got going on right now are super mega entertaining. Mm-hmm. But Raw and SmackDown are just I mean, number one. If I'm if I if I tune in to a wrestling show and you've advertised it as a wrestling show, I expect to see. Quite a bit of wrestling, especially when yeah. I have three hours. Yes, yes, yes. Of time to fill, and I'm not trying to watch Vince McMahon trying to win an Emmy no. on a wrestling skit, which is pretty pretty much what it is boiled down and to. And if you're going to do that, get out, get wrestlers who can actually act. Yes, because yeah. none of these can. No, I mean everybody thinks they can. They're always like, I'm going to be the next Rock and make movies, but no, you're not. Okay, you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's bugging me about besides. I mean, there's tons. WWE I could go on forever. General, yeah. just that's crap. a generality. But yes. that's just the elephant. Because let me tell you, WrestleMania was a full diaper. It, it was. Oh, even worse, was, backlash. It the back. They just had backlash, and it was a big old stinker too. Well, you know, okay, but yes, WrestleMania horrible. WrestleMania, okay, you build up, uh, Asuka. Yeah. 
to be this undefeated. You yeah. did it through all through NXT. Made a big made deal a about big it. deal about it. You focused your one thing on what what what, what do they call her? They call her the Empress. Empress. Yeah, Empress they of Tomorrow. They call her the Empress of Tomorrow. You built on this persona that she could be like the next Undertaker. Yeah, could be like the undefeated at WrestleMania. I, we all know. That she's not going to stay undefeated. That would be boring. Yes, but you don't want to end the streak day one. Day one. Day bring her, one. Bring her on <laughs> the wrestling's biggest stage. And then you mm-hmm. made her lose, like, outright. Not only did... It, it wasn't that great of a match. And we all know Charlotte Flair. She's a great wrestler. Oh, yeah. yeah. But holy crap, like... You didn't make it interesting at all, and then you just end it with her losing, and then all that background detail and any kind of future storyline we could build with Asuka that okay. I was on with yeah. is gone. I I believe WWE is taking a tanker, because like Jim said, there's no competition no more. No. WCW, NWA days, you got Ring of Honor, and that's that's... It's not. Go. It's not going to go. I'm going to go into that in a minute. But Ring of, Ring of Honor can go. Just they can burn see, and fall. I, I am very much, and Matt knows this from hanging out with me. There's no old school feuds, old school promos. No, no. There's no. It's just the. It's, it's it's a cinematic yeah. universe. We are it in a WWE. It's a, soap opera. It's a sports entertainment. Well, it's, universe. I've always considered it a male soap, soap opera. opera. But it's, it's more getting, so. It's more There's soap less opera wrestling, wrestling. Less wrestling and yeah. more skits. It's always had the soap opera persona, See, yeah. but now that's almost all it is with little wrestling. And you think about it, in the 70s, of course before I was born and everything, but think of the crowd that Bruno San Martino would draw. Like, yeah. he held the belt for seven years. Yes. Which, of course, you know, talent's different now, whatever. Well, I mean, it's a different age yeah. and everything, but still... But, there's no excitement no more. Like no. there's there's none. Like it's just you watch it, and you just go, oh, there's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, he won again. There's Roman Reigns. Great. And Roman, which, Re- Roman Reigns lost again. Yeah. Yes. Whoopsie do. Which they yeah. built that up. Oh yeah. Really big, and then. They're saying that Lesnar is going to UFC, and then all of a sudden he signs a new contract the day but, of WrestleMania. But they also stated that he is in this new contract. He's now free to fight in both. See that right there? That just who did he sleep with to get this I contract? Know. I want to know. I, I just, I prefer, of course, having the network at one time. Yeah, you go. The old NWA days, mm-hmm. the Four Horsemen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, I mean man. that their promos, their matches, was perfect. They Wild just wrestling. had their their wrestling like yes. that's that's wrestling. Don't get me wrong, I think John Cena is good. He's the Hulk Hogan of this era. But, yes, but I think they're doing him wrong right. Right, now. right. And think about how good it was when we were all watching, even the Attitude Era. Yeah. Because you had Austin, you had The Rock, you had Triple H, Shawn Michaels. He's better than the one, two, three kid. And <laughs> WCW. Fighting words. WCW had <laughs> the NWO. Yes. And it was great to tune in. Like, which one are you going to tune in And they made each into? other better. Which right. Is, which is one of the things they're highlighting on that new exactly. Andy Freeth show. Um, is the fact that how much better. They're, they're going back and forth about the ratings trade-off. Yeah. 
and how much their ratings, I love that their yeah. ratings actually were growing because they were two entities fighting for the mm-hmm. same, same time slot, making it interesting, and it actually increased the viewership on both sides at the same time. And let me say this also, and I know you'll agree with this. I need better announcers now. Oh, I'm yeah. so sick of these. I need, oh. like, I miss, like, don't get me wrong, the Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler were great for our, you know, yes. but I miss, like, the Tony Shivani's and Bobby the Brain Heenan's. Yes. Yes. I, I need my comedy. I need my good, Blame good. The yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, I... I, I want to know who's writing this crap. Yeah, like it is all complete crap. Nothing. Oh, even oh. if it was bad, mm-hmm. even if it was bad, you know, feuds. Mm-hmm. You can make the writing interesting to where I'd be like, you know what? All right, I'll give it. I'll give this feud a try. But you know, when you when I get to a pay per view, like okay, last year there were a few pay per views that were really good, and there yeah. were a few pay per views that were really bad. So far this year, they've been all, all sucked. They've all been bad. It's it's not like they. What was this crap in? Uh, was it Jerusalem or Israel? Yeah, Where, the greatest the, the greatest Royal Rumble. Like why? Like why? Yeah. Like what? We don't we don't have one person in the WWE lineup that fits like Jinder Mahal yeah. and then all of India. That makes okay. sense. Okay, so you know that um, to give context to that that um, uh, on top of selling tickets to the event, merchandise and everything else, the nation of Saudi Arabia gave the Saudi WWE Arabia. Saudi Arabia gave uh, the WWE uh, what was it? Twenty-five million dollars on top of. Oh, I didn't know that. On t- on okay, so of, it's money. On really. top of everything else, and they were literally buying entertainment to come to their country. All right. Well, I mean, I guess if you throw millions of dollars uh, at, you know, wrestling, I guess it's content doesn't matter anymore. You know, no. like so with you know with wrestling, like I'm looking at the champions list right here. You still have Brock Lesnar, which I feel really? like has been in this belt it's for the past year. Overdone, overdone. AJ Styles, okay. Okay, now I do I'm like a big it. fan of AJ, and he has worked his butt off to get this belt. So, but he has held it a really long time. So I don't know. I'm I'm up and down with AJ having this belt. That's cool. Nia Jax, that one makes no sense to me. No, I. I, I, I don't think she's a great wrestler. I think she's just a very big wrestler. And I think, I think if that's the route you wanted to take with that belt, I think you should have had at WrestleMania, they should have done the angle Nia Jax versus Charlotte Flair and Oscar yeah. versus um, Alexa Bliss. There's other stuff that we definitely need to touch on the next podcast. But I yeah. tell you what, the best to me, and y'all might disagree, and that's fine, the best today, that hands down promo and can actually hang with them, to me, Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth yeah. Rollins, yeah. hands down. Yeah, with in the in the whole lineup. Right today, today, today. Him, it's Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. Finn Balor's good. Finn Balor's like my favorite. Balor. Right yeah, now. I, I like mean, those two I right like, there. I like his setup. Yeah, I, I think those two right there. And the sad thing is, like, even though Seth Rollins is the Intercontinental Champion, yeah. The sad thing is, with them two, yeah. they're going to destroy him somewhere. I just I, think. I, I, yes. I think Finn Balor. Is bringing back characters. Yeah. Yes. 
like that is one thing I miss about old wrestling is characters. Mm-hmm. You you had Brutus the Barber Beefcake. You had Ravishing Rick Rude. Yeah, oh yeah. You had Macho Man. Mr. You had Perfect. Hulk Hogan, Mr. Mr. Perfect. Perfect. They all had their character. Yeah. And that's what made wrestling. Now it's about who's the prettiest, who looks good in a speedo. Well, see, that's one of the things. And who yeah. can do a free yeah. move? My top two things, the top two things that I just cannot stand about it. Because, I mean, back in the day, you had people like George the Animal Steel. I mean, you had you had people who looked real. Haystack Calhoun. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, but right now, today, every one of these people looks like they fell off the cover of Muscle and Fitness yes. Magazine. Yes. And that just gets boring. Because, and, and, mm. I mean, but they're doing it... They're doing it right in NXT. Yeah. But I'm sorry, I don't see half of those people making it to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, right now you've got, what is it, the new tag team, War Machine? Oh, uh, there's, uh, yeah. Um, uh, there's War Machine, and um, which they I think is a great tag team. Yeah, the but, Authorities of Pain? Um, Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain, um, who actually, legend, just turned on uh, Paul Ellering. It was, yeah, I mean, yeah, they just, I just, turned, I just saw they, that they right just here. turned on him, and um, so, but I, mean, I don't understand that uh, angle at all. Um, you got what was it, heavy machinery? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but the, these people are all. They, this goes along with my point of these people look re, like real people. They're mm-hmm. big, they're burly, and they look like they should be wrestling. They don't look like they're modeling and becoming yeah. bodybuilders, um, and and they're posing and everything. They're not trying to become models. Um, and I think that's what you know. You you need to have that muscular baby face around here and there, mm-hmm. but you you need characters. You need more characters. But the second thing that really makes me mad is what they've done to the tag team oh, atmosphere. Yes, they've it's just completely lacking. killed it. Lacking. WrestleMania prime example. The Raw tag team belts were lost to a single person who mm-hmm. did a bit going out in the audience and picking his own random partner, and it was a kid. That to me, you just devalued the whole mm-hmm. tag team atmosphere, mm-hmm. and you devalue devalue the championship. But I could do a whole segment on that. No, I could. I mean, like I said, yeah, and like I know you'll agree, and I know if you want to see good wrestling, go watch Ricky Steamboat, watch the Ric Flair, the Tito mm-hmm. Santana's, yes. watch WrestleMania them. three, yeah. watch Superfly them. Jimmy Snuka, yes, yes, <laughs> WrestleMania <laughs> three. Uh, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat, one of the best matches in history. Hands Technically, down. two of the most sound people who got together at the right place at the right time, and it was one of the most the best entertaining. And if you want to see time. two people like, and I know you'll know this, if you want to see two people feed off each other, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. Starcade. Oh, yeah. oh. Starcade. Oh my gosh, those are two guys. You put in front of a mic, you didn't need wrestling. No, you no. didn't. You could listen to them talk crap to each other. They did promos better than any oh, The common God. man and the wealthy man. <laughs> yes. I tell you one I miss to this day is, I mean, it's typical, but Ultimate Warrior. Because you just didn't know what the guy was going to say. That's no. He could say the in, randomest Everything crap. he said was pulled out of his butt. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was, I from was parts unknown. It. But I was in it. It was almost I, like... I was uh, too. I bought every bit of it. I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. You know, like he has... that at Right right before he died, uh, Image came out with a comic book called Warrior. And it was based off his character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like... You really, there's nobody else in wrestling you could really do that with. No, because he had that like warrior, he man type mm-hmm. hero thing. But 
yeah, wrestling wrestling today, it's lacking it's lacking characters, it's lacking storyline, story it's lacking I, I to me, I think there's too many pay per views. I think there's too many yeah, pointless pay per views that right. like they're just filling in pay per views <laughs> yeah. to make money that don't make any sense. No. Um there's I mean, there's no more tag teams that we can get excited about. I love the Usos, but everything I loved about the Usos, yeah, changed they changed, and I'm like, okay, I don't really care for the Usos anymore. No. So, really... Well, another thing, back to that to that point of the tag teams, and another thing, I could, again, I could go on this all day long, but um, I can't stand how they're just bringing a couple of random dudes together, together. Yeah, and introducing them individually as a tag team. I can't stand that. No. In a tag team, it needs to be one name. Yes, one and, name. I mean, like, half the time, you got the, 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 ch- the champions used to be the bar. Yeah. Which I was happy they finally gave them a name. But half the time... They don't even introduce them as the bar when they're calling them out. They call them Seamus and Cesario. Yes. You'll I never hate that. I yeah, you'll never have ta- tag teams again like the Road Warriors, Midnight Express, Express and Rock and Roll Express. Rock, yeah, the Rockers. Never. Uh, I mean, just the Brain Busters. Mm-hmm. Tully, oh, yeah. Tully, Tully yeah. Blanchard, Arnie Anderson. Yep. Uh, I mean, so simple. Bushwhackers. 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 I mean, yeah. they they added flavor. I mean, they weren't one of my favorites, but yeah. they added flavor yeah. to the whole thing. They, there was a break in the monotony but, of the yeah. whole thing. I like technically sound like Rock and Roll Express mm-hmm. the Rockers and stuff the Brain Busters people who like they would feed you know they do that continuity thing between each other and it was constant yeah. action I love that and I miss it that does not exist today alright so we're coming to the close let's let's do closing thoughts is there is there anything in the nerd world could be movies wrestling books anything you just want to get off your chest let's just say okay I this wanna... is your this is your moment let's call this like our complaint and <laughs> complaint and close complaint and close well, I'm not gonna close on a complaint I want to I want to close on a high note and I, I mean it, I, I have already established that spider-man was my favorite you know comic book hero of all time but ever since the introduction of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Captain America has become one of my favorites. And I'd love I love the call out in the new movie where you know his new darker uniform is is a call out to the Nomad uh, Captain America series where he was a man without a country mm-hmm. for a while. Um, but also what I like about it, I don't know if anybody noticed this, the original Captain America had that scale uniform, the scale armor, and when he started taking bumps in battle and he had those rips in his uniform. He's wearing the original scale armor yeah. underneath it. Yes. I, I, that, oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ryan? Just anything you want to close out on? Just wrestling needs to get better. <laughs> wrestling, it, it does. It man. just it's, needs to. It's awful. I, I know that I probably it's sound off the rails. Probably, so, so yeah. just 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 for Ryan's point, if you're li- out there listening and you're a millionaire, <laughs> um, yeah, please call us because we have tons of ideas about how to run a new wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely, we'll, we'll, we will write your first year for free. Just bring, after yeah, that, we'll talk about contracts. It's kind of like my music. Just just bring it back to traditional. Yeah, I'm just a traditional person. Traditional yeah, wrestling. Say, yeah, just yeah. bring back to the traditional series of wrestling. Bring it back. Yeah. And just give me closure in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> so just you need closure. Uh, yeah, closure in the in the Infinity War. Yes, and some better wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, I need all the people hating on uh, Ryan Johnson and the Last Jedi to just shut the hell up, Jesus Christ! If this is why people won't take on. 
uh, big projects anymore, big good directors, because they know they're going to have to hear death threats yeah. and crap from people who just want to troll the internet and hate on everything. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, there is nothing in Last Jedi, and we've all seen Star mm-hmm. Wars, the original, a yep. hundred times. Yes. Mm-hmm. We, Minimum. I, you know, Minimum. I've read many of the books and I mean many there are a lot of Star Wars books and they said before they even started Force Awakens that books are no longer in continuity it is its own story so if that is your argument you need to find a different argument there is nothing in Last Jedi that can ruin the old movies no there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. It gave homage to the old movies, yes. and it started new storyline. Yes. Cool your jets. We don't need death threats. You're going to keep doing death threats. Disney's going to give you a middle finger and not make you any more Thorworth movies. And you know what? Yeah. They own. They're trying to make you happy yeah. and try to get the rights from Lucasfilm to re-release the originals. Without the added without footage. The added footage. Yeah. And that okay. needs to happen. Tomorrow, but if you keep if you keep <laughs> hating on what Dis- Disney's trying to do, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and whatever comes out that continues the storyline, these are today's generations Star Wars films. Okay, so Jimmy, you were you were born in seventy four, right? Yes, I, I actually mom took me to, to the, the original. Theater. No, to, to I actually got to go to the theater to see the release of Jedi. Jedi, I loved it. All right, awesome. so. Technically, you were right there at the end yes. of the original series. You can yes. count this series. You know, okay, so we would say that the original series was our parents' generation's Star Wars movies. They got to see them all yeah. and enjoy them. Yeah. And I hate to say this. I, I do because I'm not a big fan of the prequels. I enjoy the prequels just to give a little bit of background on Jedi and the Jedi Order and blah 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 but those were our generation of Star Wars movies if you want to hate on anything go hate on those hate on Jar Jar Binks yeah hate on Jar Jar Binks go hate (laughs) on George Lucas you know who decided to do all that even though I do enjoy some of it I do enjoy Phantom Menace I do enjoy Revenge of the Sith I I get a migraine thinking about the Clone Wars. Yes. But you know what? As a fan, I'll sit through it anyway just to watch them all. And, but Force Awakens has started something new for this kid's, for the today's kid's generation of Star Wars. This is their Star Wars. We get to enjoy the ride. And as Ryan is over here texting about me, <laughs> yes, yes, I is. don't care. I get passionate. Hey, you get passionate about wrestling. <laughs> I get passionate about Star Wars. (laughs) It's people like I I hate waking up and reading that you know Ryan Johnson has got more death threats. Disney is getting hate mail all the Mm -hmm. time about how Star Wars is ruined, and nobody is given a good reason of why it's ruined. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to say I enjoyed Last Jedi. Very much. I think it has started a whole new direction with new characters. We have, Mm -hmm. there are some characters I don't like, but who cares? We can just ignore them, just like everything else. Like, they've ignored Jar Jar. We ain't got to admit that, that, you know, whatever. But that's my piece on Last Jedi. So we're going to close it out now. 
with this at our first show of Eclectic Collective. We ver- we got really eclectic yeah. up in this piece. <laughs> yes, we, we did. We touched a bit on everything, yeah. music, movies, everything. So if you listen to this and you make it through all our randomness and garbage, <laughs> we thank you. And subscribe to us. Yeah, subscribe yes. to us. We are going to have more. If there's something you want us to talk about, please leave a comment, get in contact with us. We're going to be starting a Facebook page probably. Uh, we're going to start all kinds of stuff so we can hear more of what you want us to talk about. Leave us some comments. Tell us Direct your hate towards us and leave Disney alone. And leave Disney yeah. alone. We will, we, will take the, we will take that lash. So thank you again for listening to us. Uh, we will be back, and we all say goodnight. Peace we're out. out. Peace out.